quality of life doesn't really factor into your um uh your your values at all, does it? Oh, that's what my parents were saying. Why don't you get somewhere for the kids? And I'm like, I've done that mistake. I sold <laughs> I sold all these houses in London that would have made me a fortune to get the fucking dream family home. Yeah. Now I'm all about uh capitalism, profit. I'm like, our kids can live in a I don't give a fuck if it's got asbestos. I just need to see upside. It's all about yield, man. <laughs> Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. Ah ha ha! You little fuckface. How you're, are you? You're the... How dare you? Mate. Oh, I've got the hottest story. It's so funny. Straight into it. Yeah, what? Oh, man. It's been the best, hey? I've been doing... Let, let's get the sound right first. Yeah. Where were you, by the way? You mean? 15 minutes, mate. What is this? Fucking... I had a, I had a meeting. You're like... I gentleman came here. This hour. I I've been waiting up. 45 minutes. I'm I haven't fucking, eaten. I'm I've recording got, it. 45... What are you talking about 45 minutes? You know I've got diabetes. I need to have my blood sugars dropped. I haven't eaten. You don't have diabetes. All you drink is chocolate milk. Mate, have you seen my figure? If I don't have type 2 diabetes, it's because I haven't gone to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fat little gel- a fat uh, cash potato. Oh, man, the hottest story. Because I've been doing these open mics on um, Thursday in Freo. Yeah. And um, they go awful, right? Because none of the acts are good. And these people pay five, <laughs> they pay $5 at the door. And then last week, what I did is I said to James McCann, Oi, exit donation. We will demand money from them as they leave. After everyone's bombed, I stand at the end with a jug and go, Come on, guys, for the comics. I grab all the money and then just steal it all. <laughs> so, so they've got to pay. They've already paid to go in. I'm bombing. Oh, it's paid pay to go in as well. Everyone's bombing. Then they have to walk past me in the door. And last time a guy goes, hey, mate, I've only got 50 and 20. He opened his wallet. I go, don't worry, 20 will do. And just snatched it and put it in the fucking jar. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. So he walked Damn. off. Anyway, so last week, these guys, are, none of these guys are paid comics. They're all hanging around because the MC said, look, we, the comics don't get paid. Um, so there's about 50 on the lineup. So anything we get becomes a dollar each. Mm. They're all hanging around. So I ended up dishing the money out. First paid gigs for anyone. I'm like, congratulations. <laughs> your first paid your gig. 50. How do you feel? And he's like, oh, I'm so excited. I've never been paid. Here's $3. Congrats. You're now a paid comic. It's like uh, being welcomed to the comedy store. You're a paid regular now, you fucking moron. Anyway, so Brendan, Brendan, like the next week, uh, last night, Brendan says, oh, I don't reckon do it again. Hey, like the comics were not liking it when you ran <laughs> off with most of the money. Wait, were they not liking the money or are you bullying them? They're not liking the fact that I said it's to pay the comics and then left with the lion's share of the money. <laughs> oh, the stealing. Okay, right, the stealing the is stealing. a different problem. So anyway, so I did it last night and um, it was a horrible night. Like everyone's bombing. I did awful and I demanded money from these fuckheads as they left. Yeah. And I think we got like... 90 bucks, it was tiny. But the comics hung around waiting for us to count it out. So I'm like, I'm stalling in the other room going like, how funny is it, man? Like, <laughs> how funny are these fucking seagulls? 
And then I go, how good would it be if I just run off and don't pay them? So I, I went out to them and I go, hey, guys, yeah, like, look, I'll just go downstairs and get change. And then I never came back. Oh, <laughs> my God. Just the ultimate joke, right? It was always a joke. There's not much money there because there's 30 acts on, or there were 13, so it's about four bucks a gig. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. any, anyway, so they're hanging around. Then, boom. I'm driving home. I start getting messages in the group chat for the gig. Hey, mate, not good what you've done here. <laughs> I said, it's the, the principle of the thing. And they said, if you did this with this little amount of money, what the fuck would you have done with more money? He said, it's just, it just doesn't sit well with me. And what, I said, what fucking nerd is messaging this in the group? So chat? I emailed back and I said, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry I didn't give you $4. I said, I went downstairs, couldn't get change. I didn't realise that you'd still be waiting three hours later for a handful of pennies. I apologise. <laughs> I said, if you, if you want the money, I will fucking transfer it to you. But there's one uh, precursor. If you take the money, you have to next week... Shake the jag, the jug out the front. I said, I'll give you $200 if you can suffer the humiliation to a disillusioned crowd to then demand money on a paid gig and you stand there when you've bombed and demand that they put money in a jar. I said, the least you can do is some of the heavy lifting. Because I did notice you mentioned a lot about principles, but you didn't consider the fact it was my initiative and you haven't given me any fucking compensation for the fact I came up with the idea. It was yeah. all a joke, by the way. Yeah. This was always intended as a bit, you fuck. Anyway, so then I said, anyway, let me know your bank details. I'll send you all your $7.30, you fucks. And um, one guy goes, hey, mate, can you just... Uh, I'm happy to just get a drink next time we see you. He goes, you can buy me a drink. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. But drinks are $9. So I said, if you can transfer me $1.70 now to cover the cost. I said, I'll give you my bank details. Anyway, so then the, the, the guy that's driven it all, he comes on and he says, mate, if you know, you know, it's energy flow. It's just about being right to the cosmos. The money should you know, it just makes sense. And I, so, I, so, the, so he's, he's left it on me, right, mm. that I'm the scrub. So he gave his bank details. I couldn't believe it. He finally engaged. He gave me the bank details. Yes. So then what is the move? I sent him the entire proceeds from the jar. I said, hey, man, just transferred $95. And I said, uh, into your account, I sent a screenshot and I said, I trust you do the right thing and distribute this fairly. <laughs> so, now, so now the ball's in his court. He's got my problem. He's got to go dish out $3 to That's morons solid. all around town. Yeah. And then people hitting him up going, hey, I want mine donated to cancer charity if you can get a photo of you giving it to the kids. <laughs> and, and, and now... Now, it's the perfect end, right? Because he, he, he speculated that I was actually doing it for profit, but I was always doing it. I just thought there's nothing funnier at an open mic ripping the crowd off. And then I thought... Yeah, it's a, it's a racket. You've, you're just running a racket. Yeah, but I thought what better... The ultimate joke is to rip off the crowd and the open micers. <laughs> because when I was driving home, I was howling with laughter <laughs> at the lie that I said, I'll go get change. And to be fair, there wasn't anywhere to get pennies and I'm not running... <laughs> 
a fucking cake stall at a school, I don't yeah. really want to be shelling out $3 to every fucking dipshit from around Perth. Yeah, well, the, ge- the genius thing, the genius thing is that for uh, the low cost of, what, $7 for yourself, you have now uh, given this guy, he's, he's, for $7, he is now willing to do the admin of distributing $95 between 30, 13 people. Dude, and, 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 and the best thing, he is now me. So I can pursue him in a week and say, I trust you've given that money out. It's the principle and the energy flow. You better make sure that everyone receives their just share because you weren't aware that it was always a joke. You f- the joke was the fact that it was an awful show and we stole money from a really upset crowd and then I ripped off fucking open micers. Like, this is hilarious to me. It's a perfect bit. And the perfect ending is that he ended up with the full amount of money. <laughs> There's nothing funnier to me. Did he, has he, has he been transferring people their money and doing the, sending it to charity and doing all the things he Dude, should? Dude, now he, he actually played a good hand back because now he reckons he's going to take his 7.30 and transfer it back to me. But I need to find a way to block it. Why, is, I want, why is he transferring his 7.30 back to you? No, he's going to keep 7.30 and then transfer back the other money. But then I'm going to send it back to him and go, no, mate. No, no, no. No, that's perfect. That's perfect because then you take it, take it and then you can post in the group chat that a random act of generosity as Gavin has given you $85 and you'll be keeping this and you hope that he's also been given out all, all the rest of the money to everyone else. He maybe made an accounting error, but you're not, you're eight ninety five or eighty eighty five dollars up and everyone else needs to hassle him for their $7.30. Dude, <laughs> Take his money and assume it's a different, they'd be like, this is a separate, tra- our transaction's done. This is, I don't yeah. know what this is for, but thank you. I'm be taking, taking myself out to a nice lunch. Dude, the best thing is I, um, oh, I, he's going to screenshot it though to prove he got the money. The dream is to just never mention it again. But the thing is, it just shows how poor these comics are because <clears throat> for me, operating at $7 has to be a joke, right? Because like, I don't even know, the reality is I gave half of what we got just to another random comic. Mm-hmm. You go, know, I'll just take half because it was all part of the joke. I don't even know if I had it when I got home. I think I dropped at least $15 at the petrol station to get cigarettes. <laughs> I bought a pack of chub, Chubba Chubba and, um, or, you know, Hubba Bubba. And I, I'm pretty sure I binned accidentally when I had a chalk milk, some of the money in the bin. Like, I never have money, right? Yeah. I woke up this morning, I had like $15 left mm. of whatever what that money was. But, man, how poor are these guys that they come to an unpaid open mic, they see what surely they understand is a joke. The joke is to just be a pig and uh, be disrespectful to a crowd and just yelling at people. Because I was yelling at a woman as she went past. I said, oh, you're not going to donate? And I go, look at this woman walking straight past past the arts. (laughs) (laughs) You walk past the arts. I said, look at you walking past the arts, not support. And, you know, I was uh, naming and shaming people as they left. Mm -hmm. And I said, you don't even have any – you don't even – oh, on you go. But anyway – I thought it was a funny story. It's very good. I I I don't, I don't know why because uh, yeah, the move would have been for the other comics to have their like you want you want thirteen people all with jars, all trying to get them at different points on the way out. See how much you can rot from them. Oh. like a like a horrible horrible uh, escape room. It's gonna be a maze. Dude, and there's nothing better than because it's return of the favor, right? Because I'm sitting there bombing yeah. with a woman folding her arms, judging me. Mm-hmm. But then when she leaves. 
and doesn't pay me and I yell, why don't you fucking support the arts? I get my moment of judgment back at her. <laughs> and she walks out and I'm going, look at this cheapskate. Five dollars, hey? What are you? And I, I, it's just I get to judge them. And that's the humour in it for me. And now the story's great because next week when I do this open mic and the guy that tried to get the money is in the crowd... I can tell this entire story as a bit mm. with him. Oh, yeah, that's good. He's now the punchline of the very bit. And you know what's you know genius, man? Telling it as a bit, you're gonna, that bucket will be full on the way out if it Dude, goes And well. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I tell the joke about how we rip off the crowd because the first night, <laughs> the first yeah. night I did it, everyone said I yelled at the top of my voice, let's rip these fuckers off with the jug. <laughs> At the door, these dumb fucks. I said, I'll demand money. And they said it was during the MC and everyone could hear me. Let's rip these fuckheads off and try to get cash out of them. Yeah. These useless guys. But I think if I do that on stage, then they're inside the joke and there's an implicit need to actually put money in the jar oh, yeah. to be part of the of game. Of course, man. They think it's funny. They're being funny by giving you $15. Dude, and the best part about the joke is it burns everyone. Brendan, who runs the gig, I, I yield more than him because the first <laughs> night I got 140. Why? why how, where is this gig? Why is it so fucking Dude, awful? It's $5 entry. So, like, I make more than Brendan. So he's pissed off. <laughs> the crowd's pissed off because the show is shocking and they've had to pay more money. And all the open mics are pissed off because they see me you're laughing. Stealing. Because you're As stealing. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they watch me run off with a jar laughing hysterically <laughs> and just showing them complete contempt and disrespect, which is what they deserve. The problem isn't that they didn't get their $7. It's the idea that you, of all people, are walking away with $95 and they're getting nothing. Infuriating. I can understand how that would piss someone off. What they don't understand is when I did it with McCann, I split it, I split it with MC and this time I split it with someone else yeah. who I won't I won't indict because of what everything that's flown up yeah. but what I'm saying to you is in their head I took it all but I would never I would never grease someone up so I just said yeah, yeah I took it all mm. but what, what they don't understand is if we do split it out over 13 people I am not standing with a fucking jar for seven dollars, exactly. You dumb fucks, yeah. humiliated, and I'm going to shake a jar and then count pennies out on the fucking carpet of a shitty open mic so that everyone can get a fucking co uh, city coffee. City coffees tomorrow, boys. We live large, you peasants. Like, but yeah. Anyway, so I thought it was quite fun. That's great. Um, quite a fun engagement. The best part is watching it go straight over people's heads, like Jetstar flight, and then also. Watching people leaving the group group chat that are just hating it. <laughs> Luke Luke Kidgel, you know the YouTube guy. Yeah, he thinks Luke, I'm yeah. so brash and obnoxious because he's only seen me once at the lounge, hammered, yelling in his ear. Yeah. Then he's seen me ripping off people at the open mic. <laughs> yeah. Then he's seen me be quite aggressive in a group chat, <laughs> telling some cunt to fuck off if he wants his money. Fucking lick my dick. You need, you need to send me you need to send me screenshots of this group chat to post. That's that's oh. so funny. The sequence, I've got all the screenshots. And the whole time, I was out curing it for a bit, right? I was yeah. always playing it for the bit. Yeah. So it's it plays out quite fun, man. But what are you even up to? We haven't spoken well, in a month. Hey, you'll be, you'll be at a mill by Christmas at this rate. We're, we're getting back, baby. This, this well, is, look, this we should we just it. make them short. This should be the whole pod. No, this, we, this, this is how we make it the mill back, with a bucket and <laughs> with a jug outside did, of our Did mind. you know what's so funny? 
is we should release a few now that are just shit and it just ends now, a 13-minute pod. <laughs> and like some crappy ones. A crappy one that's just going like... They wait a month and then the, the update is just 13 minutes, me shouting a story at you, giving you no chance to talk. People have been complaining um, to me, uh, as usual. Um, but, you know, we've, mate, we've been busy. Uh, both, of, both of us, you, you've made some good trades. You've fucking ridden to the, to the highs of Nova and then to the uh, disparate lows of WGO. Oh, mate, WGO, I loved it because as is the the symphony of life, the very day that um, Nova did their Bonanza gold find mm-hmm. was the same day that WGO suddenly the floor, the floor fell out of it. It got smashed. Dude, so like it did get, I'm sitting in it still just staring at this, this huge loss, this, this minus 40% return. The problem is we, we, we're brought down by strike. So they had overinflated share price, so they're tanking, and then we're almost in solidarity moving down. The, the the long and the short of it is the gas is there; it's going to get developed. It'll, it'll it's come. got cash in bank, so it's like you've just got to buy more. But the, the problem <laughs> is, the problem for me is I um I've overcommitted in it, and I'm impatient. So I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Yeah, W three failed. W5 flow problems, no update until next year unless they're taken over. And then I'm like, fuck. And then Nova Nova be- should be through the roof but because management's so dodgy. They did that Sunday cap raising. One <laughs> of the great moves. Have we covered this? I know we haven't. No, because uh, we, haven't, uh, we haven't done a pod since uh, Nova fucking climbed. It was 70%, was it? Dude, I made... Uh, uh, cap. On my own cash, I think I made 80 grand. That's that's great. In the day. That's fucking great. But you know what the thing was? I must say, the cap raising was so smelly. It's a Sunday. <clears throat> I'm like logging in to check my stocks and I'm like, what? An announcement on Sunday right after a drunken barbecue? What's going on here? <laughs> a cap raise? Nova's done a cap raise. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's just recovered from 10. It's 15. I'm like, oh... Well, it won't be two. It's 11 cents. Are you fucking joking? I'm like, why do they need money on Sunday? It's sort of like someone ringing up. Do you know that's uh, got a uh, gambling habit or a drug addict? It's like a Greg Fleet call. You're like, why are you ringing it Sunday for money? Like, how bad is this business going? And then you look at the guy they raised the money with, a known pump and dumper. Right. He's, uh, he's someone our age. If we we're not really the same age, but someone our age, and he's uh, he's one of those I've guys. Still, I've still never revealed your age. To but anyone. he's someone with like uh, one of those. Actually, hold on, just just on that quickly. Someone someone who likes the pod. Uh, let me know that they had uh, done some uh, some research and they managed to sleuth your age. They were they were excited that they had figured your age out. Well, <laughs> mate, I know. I know that's pretty good. I know where how they would have done it, but I'm not going to tell everyone how you do it. It's pretty obvious. I know how I I know how I did it. Well, you know because you you got my fucking passport sent through for a flight. No, no, no. That's not how I figured it out. I know everyone knows the move, but please don't say it because it's I'm not so saying. I've never said, why obvious. would I say it now after bragging about not saying it? I can fix it. But anyway, what what I was saying is, so it's a young Insta 
you know, like a pump and dump ass. Yeah. So he's got photos of him out the front of his parents' place with the Lamborghini right. going, dreams or money or wealthy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or suck my dick, yeah. you bimbo. And then it's, so, so he's the guy that's done the pump. He's known for just – so I'm like the credibility of Nova is in dire straits because why did they raise capital with this grub? Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And then you're like, ah, oh, the resource seems good. But the management are scoundrels. And I'm like, can we at least get to 25 and exit before it all topples? <laughs> well, is that, well, what are they? They're just trying to like, d- like dump the price? Is, or what are I th- honestly think he goes, well, we've, we've had lots of authors and we waited, you know, for the best opportunity. I'm like a 30% discount on a Sunday. And then what I didn't add, three days later, bonanza find. Incredible gold find, which they would have been aware of because they, they've got geologists and they can see the visuals and they run their own sample. They do their own assays on site. So they, they can't pretend that on Sunday that they just suddenly on Monday kicked their toe and said, whoa, bonanza, what awful luck. And all these motherfuckers have sold into it and ASIC have inquired and that's the next peril of the stock is that it goes into suspension as they jail these fuckheads for insider trading because they, they knew that the Bonanza result was there and then effectively it hadn't been released to market and, and purchased on it with knowledge outside of what we had. And they, but they'll, nothing will ever happen. When was the last time, it was, has, this year, has there been one of these fucking companies that uh, ASIC has actually done something about? Dude, the only time they've ever got was that Sure Thing podcast where it was a do-gooder that put it all together. And, and do you know what I mean? It's like IPB. Oh, like, like in, the, in the same way where you have like those true crime series where like there's like some, some lady's been dead for 45 years and then, and then they go and they like dig around in someone's trash and they have to go up to an attic and then some fucking guy in his 70s gets arrested. He's like, Aah! and they're like, you killed this woman back in 19 dickety eight. And he's like, Aah! So he doesn't know wait, what's going wait, on. He's completely yeah. fucking demented. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, and, the pol- like, and the police are like, yeah, we had no lead. It's like, man, some guy with a fucking microphone in his basement went up to an attic in the town over and he figured the whole thing out in 15 minutes and made dude, a podcast Dude, I love it because it. it's like, um, and then they go, justice is served. And they basically found him war- wandering naked in a forest off his head, an old deluded man. <laughs> and then they basically took him into a comfortable uh, effectively mental health unit where he lies in bed, he gets jello, and it's actually a perfect end. Yeah, and then and the police are like, yeah, we've, uh, good job, we've we finally finally nabbed him, the cold case is closed. Dude, like, you didn't this do is fucking what, shit, what are you talking this is about? What, this is what happened with IPB, right? Yeah. Because I, uh, they won't investigate it, but then I sent it to someone on Twitter that does all these investigations. Three minutes ba- later, he, he confirmed everything. He said, the company, this guy has a, a pending court case. He said, the company that was involved, he, he, uh, the, new, the directors in, from Malawi, he was added about a, a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. He said he, he had promised, he's got prior form. He, uh, he promised a Whitsunday's hotel resort that never eventuated in 2014. Mm. And he goes, he lives in a one-bed unit in Roselle. He doesn't have the money. And I'm like, this took him three minutes to realise that the finance isn't there. It's, it, it's, it should be closed down. This guy has no resources. He just has an internet connection. ASIC, <laughs> ASIC, who has funding and a team of sleuths 
all sitting around, probably people like these open micers arguing over who paid for the coffee last. You owe me seven dollars. Yeah. You owe me seven dollars. You you owe. It was your round, Jimmy. Uh, uh, and just fucking stun mullets, never doing anything. Mm. Mm. So anyway, it's fucking infuriating. But yeah, we need to try find a way to get inside info. <laughs> Well, we need to become the Malawi guy. That's the move. The dream is to set up a cleaning business and you clean all the West Perth offices and so you can bug the phone, set it all up, and then you get a f- communication. They're sitting in the boardroom. We're get- Hey, boys, we need to do a cap raising and rip them all off. What do you think? And they're all laughing and you're sitting, listening to the recording, going like, I guess I'll get out and buy into the drop, hey? I thought the move would be uh, start a cleaning business right uh start a cleaning business and then from from doing from submitting grant applications uh over the past year <clears throat> what i've realized is that they will take they'll take any like spurious information from like mm. a, a, your own accounting software anything you can just sort of like if you scribble it down in a, a like on a piece of paper they're like oh yeah that looks that looks that looks right like you, you anything you can photoshop your way into into any sort of grind. Dude, that is right. But you know what the ultimate, we've got to do reverse insider trading, which is, this is the dream. So mm. IPB director, the guys at Nova, this is my dream. We're in a suit. I'm wandering around with a Chinese businessman. We're in the lift and they overhear us talking some made up bullshit about a company. Do you know mm. what I mean? So they think yeah. because they're grubs and dumb, they go all in. But it's the, the complete reverse. You can hear that IPP is going under. So what you actually do is go, yeah, the finance is through. Keep it on the download. We'll release it on Tuesday. Yeah. And they're, they're sort of in a coffee thing. Yeah, uh, we're just stalling on it, just getting the 30 mil through. But So there they are. The, the Nova directors loads up. He thinks, fucking, he's licking his lips. I can't believe it. At the tennis club, I overheard those guys playing tennis. They mentioned it. I think they're directors. He loads up. A day later, it's suspended. He loses all his money and it's payback. Payback by creating false information. And there's nothing illegal about that. It's trading on known information. If you if you give false information... That's true. That's true. And they it's lose not, money, it's not illegal. <laughs> so my, okay, because my, my, my thinking, right, is you start the cleaning business... All right, and you do that as a as a classic a classic move where you you send out invoices to companies, yeah, just all of them at, for mm. for services that you never actually rendered. Oh, uh, dude, that's a great racket. But you but you make it ambiguous. You know what I mean? Like like you send you send them something for like uh you send them something in January, um uh, and it's like an offer or a proposal, and then you wait maybe four or five months until whoever was in the role is sort of shifted out of the role, yeah, and then you perfect. send them an invoice, and the invoice doesn't say it was for a specific oh, thing. Mate. It, you make the invoice basically. The I've invoice, got a better invoice. You invoice them for the proposal. You know what I mean? No, better, better than this. The invoice is someone in the the board in the directors mm. and it's for services at a brothel, right? Or some <laughs> shit with, with clients. So, so the person paying it thinks, and it's, it's sent, hey, obviously mum's the word and it's uh, Jeremy Cliff, 19 hours in a brothel. <laughs> 19. You know, 
19 hours in a brothel and you're like, after the big meeting. Do you know? Keep it on the... Uh, uh, J- Jimmy, hey, 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 uh, Glenda. Jimmy said mum's the word. Keep it on the down low. And there's an invoice for That's him g- with three three of the clients in a brothel and then you get it flipped across. Because someone's... I've and you, seen and you, know, and there's per- you, call it, you call it Lolita brothels or, or Lolita, oh, Lolita Industries and they're like, oh, just Starlight, shut them up. Star- just shut them up. <laughs> Adult Starlight Entertainment. <laughs> events and then, and then you know it's so no, funny you, you make it seem underage or illegal you know what i mean oh like, yeah 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 <laughs> barely legal services services <laughs> incorporated at, uh, green green light uh green light discos or whatever <laughs> blue light discos blue light disco blue light brothels services <laughs> blue light brothels <laughs> and instead of it says 13 and you go to 13 uh, prostitute no, it says 13 year old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hold on. Oh, wait, wait, for the, wait, the second part, this, that's good. But the second part of my plan, I think you're going to like even more, right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you, you January, you send out the, the proposals and then a few months later, you send out the invoice and now the invoice is open in yep. in your system, right? That is that's that's incoming. That's incoming. You start reporting that, you go public, and then you're like, we are a cleaning business. We have we have we have more clients than anyone. The growth rates are amazing. Or don't don't you don't even have to be a cleaning business. You can be as yeah. vague as you want, uh, and then you get people on board based on the projected revenue that's never going to come. Maybe some of it yeah. does. Maybe some of these invoices oh, get paid. This is and you pump, you pump and dump that. You pump and dump an imaginary service that never Dude, existed. Dude, this is amazing. On spec. So you, you basically... And you can probably get them paid because... A lot of them, yeah. I know people do a lot of that with Apple and some of the big organisations. Just uh, cherry-pick invoices, just hit them and wait for the AP, uh, accounts payable to be dumb enough to pay it. Yeah. And then often you can probably take it full way to, like you did with the curtain twitcher, you can take it the whole way to small courts and they're like, oh, what the fuck? $38. There's a fucking cleaner trying to take us to court for it. Just <laughs> fucking pay it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm not going down to court. They want to have a full meeting. He's in a suit. He's challenging us. You are $38. I'm challenging you. But it's actually the perfect crime. It's a bit like what people do with their bank account, those 7-Elevens or convenience stores. They get your details and then just hit the card with $13. Oh, yeah, small transactions that you never know. Which is one of the, the reasons I used to when I had money. You have two accounts and you rotate. So you have a, you have two months with one and then you two months with the other and you can just see all these little fucking grubs <laughs> popping up. Yeah, Thirteen eighty. Yeah. Well, that's weird because that car's in the fucking house. <laughs> you fucking Man, dirt. I put okay. Uh, speaking of curtains, I, I put up uh, just a dumb little status on my Facebook. Uh, new character idea: anti-mask Slipknot fan. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it, man. I didn't like it. That's rude of you. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) I said I didn't actually click like because I I was in the car driving when I saw it. I did like it as a joke. Sorry. Guess who? Guess who's in the fucking uh, in the comments trying to make friend trying to make friends? Curtains. Oh! Curtains is referring back to uh, uh, another character I had, uh, drunk baby. Uh, drunk, oh my god! By the way, drunk baby, uh, drunk baby is uh, is not the character is not a ba- the baby. Drunk baby is a guy who is hitting on a baby, uh, and drunk baby is trying to get the guy to take the baby home to fuck it. But the guy is like, I'm so sorry, I, I, you are so hot, drunk baby. I, I'd love to take you home, but you're just way too drunk. 
<laughs> oh, this is so good. His only hang Making up a moral is, call. Yeah, yeah. On sobriety, <laughs> not age. Yeah. And we've had our fun before, but not tonight. Not the tonight. baby's like, I know you like to get in this diaper. And the guy's like, whoa, you were way too drunk for me, baby. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but you know what the thing is? Curtain. Curtain. I was surprised. I'm surprised you didn't have an open mic. Normally you've got someone messaging going, hey, mate, don't want to be weird. But this is very similar to one of my premises that I'm working on in the open mic scene. And you're like, are you fucking joking? But I love that the thought you think that you can show your hand and then think and think mm. that uh, all's well because you because it ended at a good conclusion. Do you know what I mean? It's like, crazy. It's crazy. It's sort of like for me with, with this heist, right? Mm. Even though I played it all out, the fact I actually got... Um, indicted as a thief <laughs> um, yeah. has already done damage to me. But what they didn't realise, the intention was always playing for the bit, but it's actually the damage is done because I did <laughs> steal money and drive home and <laughs> laughed at it. And even though I had every intention, if they pressed me to pay it, I've still become the curtain twitcher in many ways. All for a joke. Yeah, there's new, the, the nuance is lost uh, by virtue of the fact that you did steal the money and that even though you say now, if pushed, you would have paid for uh, paid them, when pushed, you didn't. So none of that's true. Yeah, but think, think about it, dude. For 95 <laughs> bucks... Do you understand how I'm funny just, it was? I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying that, like, it's like I, I, I'm on your side. I think it's very no, funny. No, but I'm saying, do you your, understand your this actions, image of me your, your, running? Your, your words and actions, they have not met at all, ever. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but think about this. Is there anything funnier than a drunk me running down the streets of Fremantle with a jug filled with pennies, laughing hysterically, knowing that it will actually upset those people. <laughs> There's nothing funnier to me. Having seen you show up to my house with $34 in loose change, put spilling out of your pockets before, I yeah, no, it, it's, it's a, it is very funny. It's a very funny sight. Dude, how am I cursed by the universe? Because I had notes that time, and then I get in a taxi and the guy gives me pennies, so I'm made to be further humiliated where I'm like, I'm, I'm off to get lunch. And I'm going to count one cent pieces. Jingling down to the cafe. Jingling. And when I arrive and I meet you, my pants are half falling down with the weight of what looks like window washing money. that have been on the lights, working the windows. And I'm like, as if I needed any more uh, to suffer any more indignation. Like, fucking hell, man. I live a tough life. As a uh, what well, be but like some some good trades. Uh, it's not too bad. Yeah, but man, it means nothing to me because dude, I've been looking at a house, and I I, I looked at a shithole, mm. which is now where I have to live, and um, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was looking for something to buy, and yeah. then I looked up the owner, and it was the antithesis of everything I hated. It was a fitness first gym junkie, the sort of guy that goes, "Oh, you're gonna buy property, mate." And now his shitty little side investment, mm-hmm. a, a dilapidated shithole and trick that he hasn't lived in. He wouldn't. He wouldn't lower himself. <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> is now my, my dream house. If I can get in there, oh, I've salvaged something <laughs> for my shit life. This fucking piece of shit. Do you know how angry he was? Because what I did is I looked him up on Facebook yeah. uh, as the seller. You so I saw psycho. photos of him and his wife. Yeah. Taking ecstasy and dancing in club scenes with yeah. him with his shirt off. Of course he and did. that's my, he's got more money than me. 
And fuck, I was angry. I unleashed on my parents. I kicked the <laughs> fucking cat. And this is probably the reason that I attacked these open micers. I was fucking livid to think that if I just retained all my properties to understand that now that guy might eventually be be my boss at Boost Juice. What socioeconomic area are you looking in? Because you we were talking about this the other day. Well, because 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 uh, because uh, we've uh, we've got some grants through. Now I'm thinking uh, the business might need to buy a little uh, a little property, and I'm looking I'm looking fucking start a home off the plan. Yeah, central. mate. Because you know what, you, the, 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 you, you know you 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 mirror who you around. So you hang around losers, so like your whole goal is to get like a basic four by two on the outskirts of the city. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but I was saying, you know how people say you got to if you want to get rich, you have to surround yourself by successful people. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know any in <laughs> so it means I have no friends. I can't see anyone. No, but let me tell you this. Yeah. Um, the yeah yeah yeah. So you're you you've got the humble thing. I've still got the taste of caviar. So I just buy this ransacked shithole. Yeah, but on you, a cliff. you're saying that you wanted like a two bedroom apartment. Fucking where? Yeah, what? but yeah, but man, this is the move of mine. It's a strata block, and we've got the front unit. But there's people behind that are building apartments that would have ocean views. So what my plan is is to get in there. And then try get building approval for something that will block their views, and then force the real estate developer behind to buy the property off me, or be able to hand that building approval that will have, have thwart his ability to sell his apartments. Man, this is this is a real uh, a real scheme um, because you're in the position at the moment where you are living in your parents' house and you are looking at two-bedroom places with the idea that you may one day be able to fuck her for a property developer. No, this is, this, is my, this is my actual move, right? There's 10 units in it, and then what I effectively am going to do is, is go to the council, get building approval for like a five-story development that will block theirs. Yes. I'm then going to propose and contact probably the Chinese business, businessman that's doing that yeah. and going, look, you can alleviate this by buying the entire block in front and doing the same thing. Do you know, I've got the approval now. And then what I'll do is strong arm each of the, uh, the tenants in there and see, okay, well, you've got a 400 grand place. How much would you sell it for? 600. And hopefully pick off each of the tenants and get them to sell their property at whatever price. And then the rest, the cream comes into my bank and I, I, I am now in the property development game. I bought a strata <laughs> unit and I can, Potentially yield maybe a mill cleared on a shithole by being able to try play these two things off. It's, uh, well, that's anyway, that's the strategy behind it. I just worry that what uh, the reality will be is in 18 months, you have a building uh, approval denied by the local council. And then yep. you're sitting in a two bedroom uh, apartment with, uh, with eight other people as your neighbours. This is the best because... Mine is the house, the rest of the apartments behind, someone built it. Right. So the other option is I can develop my front one, but they could potentially block it. But I can slowly, I've got two options. I either just do it, which is probably what I would do because I looked at the Strata meeting minutes mm. and they've only got 90 grand a year that they fund. So I don't think they have any money to take legal recourse if I just do whatever I want. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was investigating the books and I thought, oh, I can just build... And then say, come at me, cunts. You'll have to all put in 
an extra 20 grand for the year to fund your law, yeah, your lawyer. <laughs> so I would just do whatever I want in there. Yeah. Because you know, a normal a normal fund probably got a mill or two. These guys have no fund built up. Yeah. So they actually have no insulation to protect themselves. So I could go in there and just do whatever I want <laughs> and tell them, hey, I've looked at your books. Good luck raising the hundred grand to take me in court. <laughs> so anyway, there's there's I've 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 been trying to work out the strategies. But anyway, if I can just get one foothold, I believe I can strangle a, a group of tenants and try to sort of leverage my way back into the game. Yeah. The property game, baby. You, quality of life doesn't really factor into your um uh your your values at all, does it? Oh, that's what my parents were saying. Why don't you get somewhere for the kids? And I'm like, I've done that mistake. I sold <laughs> I sold all these houses in London that would have made me a fortune to get the fucking dream family home. Yeah. Now I'm all about uh capitalism, profit. I'm like, our kids can live in a I don't give a fuck if it's got asbestos. I just need to see upside. It's all about yield, man. Everything's about yield and uh, being able to remortgage the bank, package this shit up. I'm going to live like a fucking... I, I'm going to live in that place forever on principle and then just a series of... No, no, you, you don't need asbestos because, well, not for half of them because the fat one's sort of self-insulating. Oh, mate, well, this is the thing. And the thing is, <laughs> if, 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 um, if you only get... Your, now that I have so little money, you only get a few plays, so... Getting access to a few hundred grand or a mill or whatever I get, it cannot just be put into a four, four by one in the suburbs because then that is death. That is a guaranteed death because there's no upside. Everything has to have some sort of strategy to try fix my life. But there will be, there will be, there's always fucking upside. There always is. Every man, when I when I moved to the Gold Coast uh, and like Labrador where I live. Uh, was like a developing yeah. area, and now Labrador is is developed, and the fucking houses here are, are, have all doubled in value at least. Yeah, and uh, where I'm looking in the North Gold Coast, people are like, oh, mate, developing area. I'm like, yeah, I know it's a fucking developing area because every cunt with a ute and a kid lives up there. But you, I know it's going to happen in seven years when there's no more fucking property left, and like this area that I'm in now is all yeah. fucking five stories high. That place yeah. will be the one where people are like, oh, it's getting expensive up there. Of course, it's, all, it's the same fucking thing happens there all the time because there's limited land. Dude, and that's why, that's why you should never sell property. It was my first mistake. If I'd kept all my properties, I'm, I'm never, this podcast doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm right now at the, the Blue Light Disco, living at large. <laughs> getting myself a 13 for one deal or whatever. <laughs> But dude, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you one thing. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Hey, you just, it, it all eventually goes up, but not Perth. If you look since 2012, one of the most sluggish pig of a market driven totally by iron ore and oil, a shithole to tie your money in. It's just not exciting. That's the, that. You're right. That is the problem that you have is that no one wants to go to Perth. There's no one who has like grandiose dreams of moving to Perth, whereas the Gold Coast is just fucking up, 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 baby. Dude, that's the thing. I look at the chart and I'm like, oh, no wonder I lost all my money because I've been looking at the property thing and I'm like, this place sucks. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the equivalent <laughs> to burying your money in the desert. What the Fuck! You put money into this fucking property market. But then why would you want to? But then why would you want to dump all of your money into a risky endeavor? Where because it's, like, it's but, but it's, I'm saying the de the developer, right? That you're you're trying yeah. to fuck around, and the people that you're trying to fuck around, they might just all go like, 
I, I don't care. And you're just sitting there in, yeah, in yeah, Perth yeah. going like, ah, no one yeah, cares. But, There's no demand. Dude, you forget how much comedy means to me. It's all about the bit. It's all about the bit. <laughs> and people underestimate the length I'll go to. Because mm. the reality is I've got, I'm at the front of the driveway and I'm willing to torment to the, these people towards the point of suicide just for the laugh. So I'm saying if I don't get what I want, I'll destroy their lives and I'll enjoy it. I'll be basically run my own stand-up show, yeah. goading and poking and prodding these motherfuckers. You know what I thought early on? If they won't let me build, I'll put temporary scaffolding up and create a, a roof deck that can see the ocean and put a spa up there. You don't need as much approval for that and then just leave it. I don't know what it's like in Australia, but I know in the States, you're legally allowed to have a radio antenna up to a certain height. Dude, like, that's it. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts of weird structures that you can put on your property. What I realized is I've got this tiny house, but above it, you can see the ocean. So I was like, if they don't <laughs> let me do my fucking development, I'll put a three-story scaffolding up there and then sit up there with drunk mates yelling and hooting as we're in the spa, <laughs> urinating off the side of it, ashing out into their property yeah. and just sit there going, how's the sunset, Cheryl, you dumb bitch? It's beautiful up here, come up. And she'd be like, you're a sick motherfucker. I'm like, come on up. The eckies are kicking in, love. Come on up. <laughs> da, da, da. DJ's coming in 10 minutes. You want to drop soon, Cheryl? Or you're going to miss out. <laughs> this episode of the Sure Thing Podcast is brought to you by the fun stolen from open mic comedians in Perth. Hell yeah, I'm living life in the fast lane. Oh, There's fuck. nothing better, man. That is what good. What a life. But, we, but, Wolfie, we could pull our money and we could finally get fucking Gumboot Gully going, man. Oh, mate, I'm trying to, to be honest... I've been so tempted. I've been looking at Brigadoon, which is the rural area. What's it called? And for the money, the Brigadoon, which is, it's near where they have the Avon Descent, which is uh, white river rafting where, you know, no one really drowns. It's not worth going to. It's like Speedway. You want to see someone trapped in the rapids? Wow. A population of 561. Th this is perfect. This is exactly, exactly what I've been looking at. In summer, it's dry, but in winter, it looks like English countryside. And you could potentially get a, a property with a stream through it. The only thing I need is to find someone willing to take my kids to and from school so I don't have to <laughs> deal with the fact that they're an hour away. If I can get some open mic up and I'll say, look, I'll help, I'll help you write your bits, which they'd never do because I suck. But if, imagine if I could convince an open micer every few months, let's do some writing. And I go, first things first, can you pick up my kids? from um, <laughs> the city and bring yeah. them out to the estate. How, how old are your kids? Ish. Mate. Ish. No, you've got to try work that out. We'd, I ne the wolves never reveal their age. Well, it's, they're going to be like, like one's going to be 10 and one's going to be seven or eight. I've realised I'm never telling our family don't do birthdays. We don't mention age. We're, we're above we're above the the working class above me you're above me we're, no no we're a stream of consciousness <laughs> we don't actually engage in time it's linear I'm just asking for like how long ish until time's your kids, linear man how long ish until your kids are no longer part of your uh, your uh, uh, calculations um many moons 
Fucking hell. <laughs> I, five, ten years? The passage of consciousness from what from self aware to, to <clears throat> self awareness to in, woke. In twenty thirty one, will you still have to worry about these little shit nuggets? Mate, I don't even worry about them now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I want to. I want to put together a timeline for when, uh, when we can take over the town of Brigadoon, <laughs> and it's not a problem. No, but the thing is, that Australia's too regulated. We have to either go to Africa or Asia, where we can actually. Uh, I want to be able to drink, drive, and golf carts, and bribe government officials to set up. Uh, green light discos and all the bits and bobs. I want to let off a shotgun when I'm drunk. I'd like to, you know, urinate in the street. There's only certain countries that let you live free with an anarchist uh, ideology. I reckon that we uh, overestimate how much uh, any sort of regulator would give a fuck about what you did if you drove inland for five hours. I don't think... Oh, totally, man. Yeah, I think think inland, small town, I think Brigadoon... Brigadoon might be a bit too close, but like if you go if you go in enough, I don't think anyone's gonna touch you. Like you you could you have a full compound set up. You'll have fucking turrets like with like uh, oh, with mate. mounted with mounted gunners on the top there. By the time they've even cottoned on to the fact that you didn't get a building approval to get rid of the pond out the backyard and put it yeah. in the fucking bunker, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so good. <laughs> and we got like a tunnel exit so we can re- exit when security. Yeah, like oh, uh, yeah. authorities arrive. Like we run in a Man, tunnel. Dude, they, they are not getting anywhere near the compound because because I, I think like this is the uh, like the jo- like Waco Jonestown thing, right? Like if you're out out of sight, out of mind, if you're far enough away, like they're not going to come looking. They're like, oh, there's, there's a bunch of. Oh, well, they, uh, hopefully they will come because in the center of the compound, I'm going to put a big bomb with the intentions <laughs> that one day. They'll come in and we can detonate it and wipe out like 1,500 uh, officers and, and army personnel as we run. Do you think you're able to get a uh, building approval for a fusion reactor if you claim it's for power? Imagine that. You asked the local council and we said, look, we need to get out of jail card free and we were looking to build a bomb in the centre of the compound for future insurance purposes so that we can get through our tunnel and then detonate it and wipe out. <laughs> One percent of the local army. <laughs> that's the plan. So I see that's the long term plan. I don't know what sort of approval we need for this, but we're just looking for a minor reactor. That's what we need. We need it. We need a. Uh, we need a prospectus for the compound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to be able to flip through it, and it's got the like it's got the views of the of the nature and the the forest, and uh, and it's got like like architectural drawings and and like where you'll be able to live in the compound, and then it's got like a like an like a suicide pact exit strategy. And oh, it's got, it's so good. And- you're like page seven covers uh covers like the polyamory and like like the hierarchy of who gets to have sex with who and the, the gun the gun container like the the compound the unit access <laughs> should we have it like where should we have it in the premises do you know where we're yeah. most likely to be able to gather the weapons in time we got it all mapped out <laughs> but oh, mate, i i love this thought hey just being away, I, I, I fantasize about it all the time now. Hey? Well, that's the thing is it, it is on, it is only your commitment to you, to the kids that is really keeping you from. I would do it immediately, man, because what I thought is we're all on. It's like one of those containers going to the Middle East with sheep. We're all what what are they called? The the ones where they're going to get uh, 
executed. That's it. We're all heading oh, like to live the stock? Like the li- we're, yeah, li- we're heading li- a live, 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 live trade. Live trade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, live trade. So we're, well, whatever, we're heading to the abattoir, we know. And then the only thing that you really have in existence is making the passage a bit more comfortable. So there's mm. some rich people that are on the same boat and they're like, hey, look at us, we're upstairs, we're VIPs, we've got more room. But we're all heading to the same thing. The idea of property, but effectively, no, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I was saying like, I've realised, this is how I was justifying when I realised that that gym junkie, the fitness first guy, had a better property than me. <coughs> I, I realised we're all actually on the slow train to the abattoir. Yes. It's actually no better position. The only thing you can really do in life, and I'm talking to anyone with money here, is to help other people to come into your VIP section of the train. Exactly. Right? That's the only joy in life. Through, uh, through the Sure Thing Patreon. It'd probably be a great place to start. So you donate money because... What else do you really have? So, yes, you're on the train and you go on VIP. You're still going to the abattoir like the rest of us. But in many ways, the joy is um, on like the Titanic to be below deck uh, with, with the trash, dancing and spitting in people's faces and, you know, doing mm. Irish dance. Or, so if you do get elevated, I said, like, you welcome some dirt bags in, which is why you should invest in the sure thing <laughs> podcast, <laughs> which is basically waving a loon, uh, larrikins into the VIP tent and then watching what happens. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, dude, I, I, I still think the fantasy, and we, I, I don't know if we've spoken about it, but all rich people look to isolate eventually. That, that's where money leads you. You want to be further and further away from population and the dumb ideas? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone gets islands. Everyone wants privacy. Everyone wants to just be away from these fucking people that ask for $7 after an open mic. And it's the people, it's it's the top, the tippy top and the bottomy bottom. Like the tippy top, uh, you go for the island and the bottomy bottom, you're like, you're still... You're like you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, oh, I don't have to deal with any of this. Or homeless, like you said, under a bridge, just shitting into a sleeping bag and then throwing it into the river and walking on. Yeah, I think that may, that that might be more philosophical, I guess, and like truly, truly letting go of everything. I think, but but I mean, like you can live in a small town and make no money and just sort of get by. Uh, any of- my ex-partner's uh, parent or fa- uh, uncles and aunt are down south, and they said, "Yeah, we're retired." But then I found out their age, and I'm like, no, you're on Centrelink. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're living in a, a rural area. You're not retired. You're, four, you're 52. It's not possible. You're fucking retired. You're a fucking doll bludger. But anyway, anyway it, is, it is that idea, though, man, because you've got Bill Gates on an island boring the shit out of people with some of the worst conversation ever. Oh, let's talk about computers again, you fucking nerd. You fucking wrecked my holiday. <laughs> Oh, we get it, Bill. You cured malaria. Oh, Fuck did off. you? Tell us again how you fucking got uh, privilege and got access to a computer before everyone else. <laughs> oh, weren't you lucky? <laughs> With a million dollars of equipment at 16. Oh, lucky boy. Lucky, <laughs> clever boy. You had access to computers, did you? But anyway, yeah, or you're the homeless guy. Where authorities shake you and go, do you have any ID? What's your name? And you just burst into laughter. <laughs> Toothless laughter. <laughs> and spit in their face. And they go, oh, we can't do anything with this guy. He's beyond civilization. He doesn't brush his hair. Shits into a box. We think he's been eating the local pets. What can we do with this man? But you, which one's having a better time? Probably not the guy subsisting off cats. I'd say he's, he might be like he might be having a slightly worse time than Bill, but I think they're both having fun. 
I don't think they are having fun. You know why? Because one of the, the big misnomers is that you, you can get rich and your life's better, but you can't upgrade your personality. Yeah. So you can have a one-star personality and a five-star life. It, they balance each other out. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and nerd, Elon, oh, is Elon cutting sick, is he? Having a laugh with Elon. Can't wait to fucking with that autistic guy <laughs> telling me how he's worked out. I think, I think I've worked out the load-bearing mass of the, the gondola we're staying in. I'm shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's doing calculations. If, a train, if our train leaves now and we get there later, I'm like, have a margarita and shut the fuck up. When are you going to say something funny, you fuckhead? <laughs> You're a one-star personality. Elon fucking sucks, man. I hate that guy. I think he should be. I've gone from being like, oh, that's cool, to ambivalent, to like, oh, let's fucking dismember him. Him and Bezos. Dude, imagine he can bore the shit out of you because he can't, he would never be able to keep a, a woman's attention because he's such a boring fucking computerized man. So even with all the money, he goes, do you want to go to the moon? And you go, you know what I want? It's to not hear a fucking peep out of your voice ever again, you boring cunt. <laughs> Do you know what I want? It's to not know you exist, you f- robotic, autistic weirdo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you go, come on, I'll fly you to Venice. And you go like, I'll go to Venice if you don't come. Okay, how about that for a deal? <laughs> this week on Real True Crime Stories Australia, we speak to Nathan, who uncovered the truth behind missing Brigadoonian Janet Clark. Yeah, so she's dead and she's propped up in her garage. A cold case file dating back 35 years is reopened. She's uh, She's got this knife stuck in her. Police had exhausted every lead. And the knife says, uh, property of Daryl Hayes. The family given up hope. So I uh, look up Daryl on Facebook. Until one man. Yes, sir, Jim. Uncovers the truth. And he says, uh, yeah, I done it. Intrigue. Justice. Real True Crime Stories Australia. Man, I was thinking the other day, uh, uh, you know how they say the, you know how they say the vagina is self-cleaning? Oh, no, I think that's what the girls you're dating say. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, the, self-cleaning, Josh. I'm like, oh. Man, if I, if I had one, I would be sceptical of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, nothing else on the body. I gotta brush. I gotta brush my teeth, or they fall out of my head, my ass, my armpit, everything. The ears. Nothing is self cleaning. Oh. Nothing is self cleaning except for the vagina. I w- I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that I would be. I personally would wouldn't trust my vagina. Dude, it's just like the same idea, like sleep dots, where you wake up or snots in your nose, and you go, "It's the body, na- natural way." I don't have to intervene with it at all. So you're in a meeting and you've just got a big green thing in the side of your eye and you go, it's their body's natural function. How dare you judge me? I'm like, can you fucking wipe it out? Like, are you fucking kidding me? That you can have this gunk that appears in your vagina and just go, it's the body expressing itself. One time. It's the natural. One time, uh, one time myself, the, the self-cleaning abilities of my eye dragged something across the cornea and then i had to go and uh and get it self-cleaned by a doctor because it fucking hurt dude how good's that i imagine i imagine you arguing with your new girlfriend and she, 
you don't want to eat her out and you just keep demanding that it's self-cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> it cleans itself. I don't want to intervene with the, the natural well, flow. There's, 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 uh, there's, there's, no, there's no story behind it. Well, okay, because the, the only reason I got, to, I got to that is because I thought of, uh, I thought of how funny it would be uh, in, as an ad uh, where like the <laughs> vagina is self-cleaning, but did you know that the vagina can also be used to clean other things around the house? We've ex- oh! like we've we've extracted the most nubile, barely legal vaginas for use in the bathroom, kitchen, and even in the garage. Vagino clean. And then I got that- to thinking about the self-cleaning thing. That is so good, man. You're using it to clean the the dashboard of your car. <laughs> yeah. If they're so self-cleaning, how come we haven't fucking used one to wax a car? Yeah, well, that's it. It sounds less self-cleaning, more selfish. Use that car for <laughs> yeah. good. Well, that's just regular Clean-up. cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It, it is a weird one because I think if you don't use that fem wash... It smells like the dick. The dick stinks as well if you don't clean it. If you go camping, day two, you can smell your own dick. Yes, the dick's not self-cleaning. But One of the things that kills you camping is that you end up with rashes and you you can smell your dick through mm. the camo pants. That's the worst. This is thick. You can smell your dick after two days. Is there anything? Camping. Is there anything worse than like... It's a weekend, you've just been laying around, you've not oh done anything. Oh my God, the dick smells. you go to the bathroom... <laughs> And as soon as you unzip, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> what have I oh. done? I've become my own worst enemy. Oh, dude, that smell. The worst is like day three when you're rashing. Your whole inner thigh is chafed. I've never let from... it get to day three, you psycho. Dude, you just chafes and you, you've run. Then it's bleeding because it's red raw. <laughs> this thing's fucking it's bleeding. <laughs> the dick and legs are bleeding. <laughs> It's <laughs> so corrupted and grubby. And you just keep yelling to your partner, it's self-cleaning unless you want to get down <laughs> there and do it, eh? self-cleaning. <laughs> you said your pussy's self-cleaning, my dick's self-cleaning unless you want to get down there and give it a lick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're right on the edge of, like, uh, taste, of good taste in this part. <laughs> like, this would annoy people. Some of these ideas seem Joe Rogan-esque. They're very fucking blo- bro-y. Well, I do, I do, I do believe that the vagina is self-cleaning. Like, do you think we're broy? Are we broy? Are we? Are we? They do know we're semi-ironic, being a bit silly. Well, I think completely ironic. My, my, I, my point is just that, like, I, as someone who has to brush his teeth and clean yep. his asshole, if I had a vagina, I would have constant yeast infections from putting things up there trying to clean it out. You know what I mean? I'd be Dude, up and- not try- you're not trying to clean it out. You would just be putting things up there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd have to still... I'd be- after I put things up there, I'd put other things up there to clean those things out. I'd, mean, I'd be pressure washing the fallopians. I don't, I don't care. Like, Dude, I-, I would... I, if, you know how you can put those things up like a little buzzer or for a braiding dildo? Mm. Why would you ever remove it? You could just be in a meeting <laughs> playing with your watch. Like, what sort of idiot... Because if we pull it, it's so obvious. You could just be basically listening to someone talk about their property redevelopment and buying into a strata block and make money as you just keep hitting your watch like a little rat trying to get fed in one of those uh, laboratory caves. You just keep hitting it, buzzing and going, whoa, interesting point there, Elon. So glad I came on holiday with you. You're a brilliant mind, aren't you? 
Yeah, but you don't you don't have uh you don't have like a you haven't shoved a cell phone up your ass to so you can call it to stimulate your prostate when you're walking around. And I feel like that's pretty similar. Dude, I haven't really I haven't really had my prostate stimulated. I've I've played like I haven't really done that. What? No one's touched my prostate. I know how old you are, and that seems ridiculous to have gone this long. Well, mate, I've, I've, you, I've mate, put, you, I've, you, you were mere years away from needing to get it removed. You've dude, wasted I've, all I've, of this I've time. I probably touched it just messing around. I mean, I've done it all. You, you know, you've tasted your own shit. You pissed in your mouth. We've done it all. <laughs> <laughs> you know I pissed in my mouth in the bath just to see what it's like. You know, we've all done it. Is there a worse place to piss in your own mouth? There's than the not bath? one person that hasn't tasted their own piss. In my assumption, I I don't think I've ever tasted my own piss. Why wouldn't you? It's like metallic. It's not great. Well, because I assumed that I didn't feel the need to taste it. It's funny. It's just I, okay, funny. I've, I I to have piss it, to see it. Uh, just, not not like you're doing it regularly. It's just funny. Yeah, you don't you don't have to justify it to me. That's all right. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think you're doing it regularly. Everything's funny to me. I've when I was a teenager, I I tasted my own cum because. Oh, that's too, a bridge too far. No, I'll tell you why. I have good justification. A little bit, a little bit, because I hated the idea of someone else later tasting it and then then being disgusted. Like, yeah, just the idea that like uh, like someone might go down on me one day and then they'd be like, I'd be like, oh, that was amazing. And they'd be like, "Mm, yeah, thanks. Like, fuck off. Dude, that's good. Like like a Michelin star chef. Testing the is the is the cake risen? Is it what's it taste like? You wouldn't make a you wouldn't make a casserole and serve it to ten of your closest friends without without checking that it was all right. The taste varies a lot depending on what you've eaten. Oh, obviously, I'm not going to do the fucking pineapple joke, but I'm saying if you're doing a lot of curries, it's never the same taste. I don't you think can smell it like that bean sprout smell because you always smell it when you're in a share house with the couples. Do you know when you go away and you can smell this coming permeate out of their bedroom and we all just pretend while we play Monopoly that it doesn't fucking stink? Man, there's one time I, uh, there's one, there's one time I, in a share house, I walked into my, my friend's room and like he, he, he had obviously, him and his girlfriend had obviously just bought uh, like a very particular type of Durex loop. Cause yeah. it's all I could smell, and I just named the brand. I was like, ah, oh, and they were so, that, they were mortified, and I was like, that, that, is that so fucking good. stinks. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing better than that is for them to act awkward and then to just overrule them, enter their bedroom, and come out with it and go, aha, <laughs> I got it, and throw it in the middle of the dining room table as they're all having dinner, and go like, I guess we're not going to do small talk tonight, are we? You fucking hacks. <laughs> I don't think there's that much discrepancy between the uh, uh, like between like your, your your diet and the taste of of the jizz because because I've only ever noticed smell wise it's either not very bleachy or it smells like a fucking supermarket's just been cleaned. Well, maybe, man, but we I think we should put this to the test with mm. the listeners, Patreons, mm. and you can send mm. out a sample of semen. Uh, under various conditions. Yes. You know, like if, you, and I. if you send if you send Andrew and I a sample of your semen and you put the uh, the meal eaten the night before on on the th- no we send it to them. I'll send my semen in. No a no no envelope. no no. We, no we want their semen. Um, we want and it's not for it's not for an IVF clinic that we're starting or anything. No, weird. it is. I'm going to take that semen and get 
a mental open don't, mic comic, don't tell them pregnant that. with it, don't tell and them then that. tell. Dude, Hank is going to be like, what do you mean I got a baby? And I'm like, there's a nut job that carries around Cole's bags and does stand-up comedy and I got her pregnant with your semen, you fucking son. <laughs> She's no, pregnant. No, it's nothing okay, weird. Just, put, just give us a few samples. It's for normal stuff, just for Andrew and I to eat. We just want to eat it and check it and see that it's yum. My dream thing is gold status. They send it in. It's all a joke. And then we reveal at the hundredth, uh, the thousandth episode live show that we took that semen and we they've got a baby and we introduce them on stage and they come out and hug them and they're like you sick fucking and we're like what this is fucking better than merch what you could have bought a hat this kid's yours dickhead look at it it looks exactly like you all the pimply face the Star Wars attraction. Uh, man, we have merch, actually. We have merch now. It's our first piece of merch. Oh, well, no, wait, there's a few merch because uh, we have we done the bit about sending out sticks? Yes. Just park sticks? We have done so that. So that's yeah. part of it. So if you want a stick, a sure thing, authentic <laughs> stick, we'll send that via the mail. But also, but then, yeah, go on with but the But also, if, you, uh, if the episode artwork, uh, which uh, beautifully done by Ryan Sim, is Andrew Wolf and I in the style of uh, Mao Zedong and a CC. Uh, P C C C P uh, C C P and it is as a C C P propaganda poster uh, will be uh, if you join the Patreon past whatever tier I figure out later we'll uh, we'll send you a T shirt. But what uh, T shirts and hats or should we have it on like barbecue aprons with the fake tits on we'll it? We'll do the T shirt and then I think uh, well like, uh, getting get it, we'll get some mugs some nice mugs. I want them on the front of like male G strings right I, where the dick I don't, is. I don't know how to make that. Like I don't know how I don't know where to go to get that. This is the thing. You got the logo. It's a it's a barbecue apron, and then those fake uh, plastic boobs, and underneath is our, our logo. Yeah. No. No. That's sorry. Good. I I understand how it goes on. Like what it would look like. I just don't know how to get it on aprons. Like, oh, I, dude. Ha- can we? Can you get it on condoms? That's the dream. No, no I don't need to print on the condoms. I want people like to see as they rip open that condom. Is to see how see, see the face. We will also we will also be selling novelty condoms with the holes in them. Um, that's the oh, new. that's good. <laughs> what are the other things that you can put on merch that's just the worst? I the, can't think. Yeah. Um, um, fuck. I you know I was thinking coffins, but it's big, a lot of money. That is big. That's gonna that, that would that, that only ha- Hank. We will make you a. a, a <laughs> One off custom short thing. I'll do better than that. If Hank kills himself, I will as well and go in the coffin with him. (laughs) He'll be buried with him. (laughs) I'll be buried with him. Yeah, that's pretty good. The the ultimate merch, which is my body arriving at your house (laughs) at the door and go, bury me. (laughs) I mean, you got that, you got the hack stuff like toilet paper, you put on toilet paper. Hats, aprons is is fine. Uh, it's got to be something what, what like about, that. What, what about on ascots? <laughs> what on ascots? Like the, the things that come out of your shirt pocket when you're in a suit? Is that an ascot? Oh, what, what are they? I don't even know what those fucking things are. Is, am I thinking of the right fucking word? Oh, and dude, it's got to be someone in the chat might know. Oh, um, right, dude, we got to do it as um things a kids range school bags and lunch tins and pencil cases oh yeah yeah that's that's good yeah stationery is is pretty good 
The ass got tight. No, no, I need the, I need the uh, anchor. <laughs> what is it called? Dude, I still think the the shirt. I miss Susan's the best, mate. Yeah, I miss I miss Susan is good, but we don't we don't have we don't have because that. this is very or indulgent. A, a, it's a, a two images split. of us, unknown guys. No, but hold on, but like it's it's for it's for people who like listening to the to the stupid show. They can have it on a on a mug or a shirt or whatever. It's not for the other people um, who. But if anyone asks, like, what's that show? They'll be like, oh, it's a podcast. No, you don't say a podcast. You say, mind your own fucking business. Yeah, no, that's. You should, you should say that. You should. Mind your own business, nosy Parker. <laughs> Fuck off. Focus on your own life. The, the, oh, the ascot is the thing. There's like the little, uh, like, silk neck tie thing. Like, it's not a full tie, it just comes around to here. That's yeah. the ascot. I was thinking of, uh, like, the, the pocket square. That thing that comes out of that, dude. I just, I just think like the barbecue apron seems the best, and that's the only way you can get it. So you, ha- you have to be having a barbecue. I, dude, I don't know where to make barbecue aprons. It's so, it's so weird and niche. No one wears aprons. This is horrible. Imagine that you order a barbecue apron. It's the only time you can have it in the backyard where you pop it on, like an idiot protecting your clothes as if anyone cares. Right? You know what? It, the sort of person wearing a barbecue apron, apron shouldn't be doing a barbecue because you're outdoors, yeah. you're grubby, your dick stinks, you're just cooking the shit. The guy's going, oh, I wouldn't want to get fucking any sausage splatter on my polo. I'm like, well, eat inside then, you fuckhead. Do you know what I mean? This is outdoor. This is men activity. This is men stuff, real Nature. men. The wilderness. The place. What do they call it? They don't call it a barbecue there. What do they call it in America? A, a cookout. Oh yeah, yeah they have yeah they have cookouts. Uh, yeah, barbecue is a cookout for yeah. Hank, our only for US Hank. listener. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, Hank, we're gonna send you a cookout apron. No, but if and if you're already on the on the Patreon, I'll uh, send, we'll send you a message and you tell me your. Uh, we'll site. give it for free, hey. Yeah, for those people. Well, for the people who have been on there for a while, um, give us your give us the size. Dude, and once we get their address, we can list their property. Yeah, on realestate.com. Yeah, we'll, we'll be filing. Uh, <laughs> we'll be filing for a copy of uh, of your what's the, your, your your property certificate, and we'll be selling it to uh, Chinese investors. <laughs> oh, mate! But we've got to try. Remember, Dan Illick did this, right? Did you see that he put up um, global warming in Times Square? Scott Morrison, Lift Your Game, sponsored by Dan Illick. And uh, do you know what I mean? Like he did a GoFundMe to try shame Australia for right. greenhouse emissions and yep. that in the US. But I suppose the big subtext was elevating his profile, really. And I think we should get a funding where it's just our, our faces up in places, billboards, but without any reason why. Yeah. No, no mess. So you're just driving up the freeway in the US and there's just a photo of you. The beautiful thing about it is that like – they're propaganda posters, so we it looks a lot like we're trying to take over a country. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. And Imagine that in my... a giant billboard; it'd be beautiful. Dude, it's one of my great dreams was to advertise for no reason. So it's just my just our image just around, and then they're like, "Well, what is that? Like, what do they want?" And they're like, "Nothing. They just want to annoy you. They just want you to have to look at it." That yeah, that's go, great. That's, that's all he wants. He spent. He spent 100 mil to advertise around the globe and they're like, why? And I'm just, I just w- wanted to force you to look at my face when you drove to work. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I've, done, I've, I've done that before where I had, uh, uh, I targeted uh, a friend on very specifically with very specific conditions on Facebook with, uh, with Facebook ads uh, about his yeah. beard. 
So he would go around Facebook and he'd get ads about his beard uh, to specific to him. That is so funny, man. Yeah. I love those deep, uh, deep pranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you commit. Yeah. And, if, you know, other people might see it, sure. But most importantly... Individual ads. Yeah, getting little ads. Dude, the, the dream is it shouldn't be ours. We advertise Hank randomly. That would be good. You just pick someone. Yeah. We pick this guy that tried to get $7 from me at the open mic and we just start advertising him everywhere. Oh, we should put him on blast. That would be great. What about like a like a, a whole campaign where it's um, uh, not facts, but allegations or like yeah. – or, or, an anti-smear campaign, right? Oh, dude, this is unbelievable. So it's an open mic and it just says alleged rapist. No, 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 no. That's, that, that's a little alleged. close. I, no, 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 alleged no, 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 rapist. No, you go the other way. You go the other You say there is no evidence that he ever raped anybody. And so oh, everything you're saying is like, 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 he, he never stole that money. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so good. Alleged pedophile. There's no evidence. It's the evidence is refutable <laughs> I, I i i stand by what happened do you know yeah, yeah. stand and stole it pete pete o'doherty alleged pedophile stand in solidarity and a great man nobody <laughs> nobody has accused this man of a hit and run <laughs> nobody that knows this man would ever think that he did what they said <laughs> <laughs> it's just a photo of him everywhere no one would know we don't want to get into detail, but he wouldn't have done what they said. There's no way. He wouldn't do it. Pete would never do that. And he goes, what are these signs going up? <laughs> the dream prank is someone that you have no relationship with. So you just mm. basically look up someone in Axmouth or someone in Car Cairns or someone in Brigadoon so we can establish a riff. <laughs> and you just start advertising. <laughs> Nothing they've said about me is true. And he's like... Who's paying for this? And they go, they, they get to the bottom of Andrew Wolf and Josh. They're like Armstrong, but like, who are they? And they go, oh no, they just did it for fun. They just randomly picked someone and thought it'd be fun content. <laughs> just runs it step by. But they're like, what's their motive? And they go, none. It's just hilarious to them that you would randomly drive down a street and suddenly a housewife sees a photo and go like, she didn't steal money from the, 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 the PNC. <laughs> fundraiser some we we could take the small town like Brigadoon right uh and you you could you could target that area geographically with ads as, and you start to cultivate sort of uh excitement that you may someday be coming to build a compound oh, in their town. Oh, coming soon. Yeah, so you coming put, soon. You have you have like ads in there, and like people are online. They're seeing it. They're confused. They're not sure what's going on. And all these ads are like a, like at first, it's just a, it's just the oh. pictures of the people, and then it's like uh, these weird like almost campaigny promises. Be like, is it is something happening? What's going on? And then everyone's excited about it. It's an image of me peeking out from behind a curtain. They can just see my one eye. <laughs> And then eventually it's, it's me in a gown but covering my face and going, coming to a town, your town, a town near you soon. And it's me sort of walking the distance the back of my head. But man, how good would it be a local town? Because we could do pranks, alien, abductions, like we get drones and fly shit around. And then you can be at the cafe. Did you see that? And I dress as Bigfoot running through the woods. And we can have all these fucking stories, create big footprints. You know, there's great pranks to be had in a small town. And imagine sitting at the local pub and you hear them, I'm not kidding you. 
I'm not fucking kidding you. I saw lights. 3 a.m. They're right out my window and we've got the drone. <laughs> we go like, I did as well. Were they tapping on the window? But you can actually play games with these towns, yeah. man. Fun. We, we, need a, we, need like a, we need a campaign that encourages, encourages the people of this whatever small town to in some way gift or get, sell us at a very, very low rate land. You know what I mean? Yeah. It needs. We need to. We need to sort of establish a, like a cult of personality before even arriving in the town. And then when you show up, you like you you you've, you've put ads on for for six months, and people are like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And then one day you've booked out their community center, and you're like, it's a hundred dollars for all of you to get in, and all yes. of them show up, and there's three thousand people in there, and you've you've take their money, and then you you've buy just like you you buy the largest plot of like nothing on it land because it's fucking worthless with their own money and you're like ah, ah i live i'm here now dude i love this idea because we buy all the land surrounding the town <laughs> and then we build a massive wall a high <laughs> fortress no 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 you no, so don't they're go inside go down a moat a giant a very large moat uh, no moat. bridges so there's there's in, there's interlocking roads but they sort of go through drawbridges it's a big uh, like like the M45 or whatever the the, the the M what's the thing in London the the ring road yeah yeah the whatever ring road the, the loop yeah 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 or 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 you you spend the money uh, constructing you take existing infrastructure and you lead it in a circle so what what was uh just a, a one-way in and out highway uh motorway now has turned into a, a very large just on ramps go up oh, onto it i love this and it goes in one direction and then off ramps go down but they never leave so it's like a high, uh, like a two a two story high. You're in the air motorway. Oh, this is amazing! So it's it the, the freeway suddenly deviates as if it's sort of a carriage outside, and it loops up, and then it loop de loop, and you're sort of just trapped. And there's no road in or out. It's only because it's, it's one way. Because it's, it's one way. There's no way to get it out. So you're just trapped on this roller coaster because there's no going backwards. Even better, you can have an on ramp. You can put the on ramp that leads people in. But they can't get out because once they're in, there's no. It's only a one way. There's no off ramp. Yeah, it's one way. That's what I'm saying. So you drive into the loop and it just keeps going round and round. Or ideally, it ends in a brick wall. Slowly, we begin to amass population as people enter Brickatoon and they're unable to leave. I love the thought of someone distracted going on holiday. They get distracted having starburst from their dash, and then they go, "I think we left," and they go off into this loop de loop, and they just go around and around. And they're like, "How the fuck do we get off?" And they eventually have to stop the car and and slowly reverse out. (laughs) No, no, no. They would get off into Brigadoon, and they would be in Brigadoon, and uh, maybe we would have, maybe (laughs) we'd set it up where it's like a sort of. Uh, work to leave system where we have a very expensive toll to get out of Brigadoon. It's yeah. it's incredibly incredibly difficult to leave, but you can pay it off by working in the town, helping us to build the. Compound. Have we done this on the pod? Which was the known guy. I think he was in London. Maybe it was in Sydney, but he set up uh, the parking. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fake fake parking, and he just set one up in a non-paid. No one knew, and then he. People paid. He metered a street. People paid. He used to just collect it every week. And it only got discovered well after the crime. He had done it for 20 years and just took money. It's genius. Just, uh, and then eventually they were like, 
hang on, we're only meant to have 300. Why, what's this 301? This isn't a paid street. And people were enforcing it, fining. Do you know what I mean? Oh, maybe they weren't fining because they probably never went down there. But I'm saying like people were paying and he would just go and collect the coins. It was back before you had the money, you know, uh, card. I reckon we could incorporate all of these things sort of in, into the into the Brigadoon scam where like we do the whole thing, we, we get in there, we take the money, we set up the land, we incorporate for the compound, and but we incorporate as like something that doesn't exist, like, uh, like City of Brigadoon, but it's, as a private entity. And then we begin to send out uh, rates notices uh, for a new oh, rate. that's what I love. I love where you're going. You're working the areas, good yeah. areas, warning. Good areas are like this. And you walk around uh, and like you're friends with everyone and like you, you they, they know that the rates are going to you and you act like you're annoyed about it. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry, sorry. It's just, it's a, it's a new, it's a new city of Brigadoon mandate. A really, uh, a real pain Oh, this is arm. amazing. And then they see you angrily paying. Have you paid your rates? Mine was two, mine's $1,200. <laughs> These fucking tats yeah, yeah, for the yeah. city of it's weird that the bank account is a Bankwest teen scheme, <laughs> teen saver account. <laughs> That's the only folly that it's a teen scheme from Bankwest. Yeah, <laughs> and they're and they're and they're curious. And when they finally, someone finally, finally has the town come together to ask what 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 these rates are going towards, you point to the moat, <laughs> the moat, and the loop de loop that we get local unsuspecting tourists trapped on. <laughs> Our version of the monorail. <laughs> People love it. You got to be this high to ride the monorail, and then you go on the loop-de-loop with kids crying, going, "I feel sick, Daddy." Oh, and you go, "I don't know how to get off this thing." We're going over and over. I don't know if the symmetry works that you can just keep going for infinite. Well, no, 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 because they wouldn't somehow sort of cage them in. No, no, they wouldn't go. They wouldn't go infinitely because the the thing, the highway is basically a large wall. Right, that's tall enough that you can't climb over it. You come up on it. You, they would go around one time, and then they would go. Oh, I guess I have to go in. They would go in, and then they would be fucked. Like they would. Yes. They go in, and then they're, they're there. Like they can't get out. There's no. You have to drive the wrong way to get up. Oh, there. dude, that's the thing because you build a maze. Yeah. It's a maze all around the city. And you just have those. You have those tire spikes at the at the off ramp. Going into Brigadoon, so they can't go the other way, and on the on ramp. So once they go up, they can't get back out with popping without popping their tires. Oh, I love tire spikes. It's why don't people do that more as a prank? Hooking up some tire spikes <laughs> in cities as a prank. And you know what? Even better if someone does eventually, which they will, uh, try to because it will turn into a sort of like a horror movie style crisis, which is very fitting as it's Halloween. Uh, but uh, this, yeah, it'll turn into a horror movie situation. They do finally drive the wrong way out. They pop their tires and they're finally out. They go yeah. out the on ramp and boom. What's there? It's the Brigadoon's most expensive tire shop. <laughs> that is perfect. I thought you were going to say we had to retreat to the compound and try to get access to the gun, the gun lockup to defend. <laughs> but yeah, I do love this thing, man, because we've obviously we've had some great bombing ideas, which was the air conditioning bomb. Do you remember the early episode where if you went to jail and you would have every air conditioner in Perth installed had bombs and you could just slowly <laughs> oh, yeah. detonate them? Yeah. You ring phone numbers. Yeah. What's your one call? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Pabri House. House and Dunkraig. Boom, boom. You just installed these uh, things over the, over your life and just had like a hidden a hidden 
thing behind it. Well, that's how you that's how you rule through fear. But we want to figure out how to rule through uh, through love. No, I want fear, man. Because I actually thought just then, if I now spend the next ten years using all my money to bury bombs around Perth uh, in various me- and then I've got different signals to let them off, I can never go to jail. Do you know this? Yeah, because I can detonate the bomb. I, yeah, I know, and I know, like, I know. It just keeps blowing up families. And they're like, we don't know. It was in the air conditioning. Now it's the pool filters. He's been setting bombs his entire life. We can't find them all in time. And I say, I need to be sent, flown in private jet to Elon Musk's island. I've got something to say to him. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you... Uh, we're, talk, we're talking about two approaches to the same end, which is total, con- total control of, of a small populace. <laughs> That's yeah, but you can't get about. your dick hard unless there's fear. <laughs> no, in no, your no, power. no. But but they, but the ruling through it, you're, you're not you're not looking right. See, these are both hands. They both slap. Yeah, you're doing it through coercion and 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 flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you don't get that tingling in your dick unless there's fear behind your power. No, no, you do, you do, you do. But it's not. Uh, but it's a delayed gratification because it's when you finally, uh, when you finally sort of take off the mask and the thing that they loved. Is the thing they fear the most. It's the destruction of their families, oh, their livelihood. Right. So, and that's why I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying that with the rates thing, like you with the fake rates for City of Brigadoon Proprietary Limited. It's Red Riding Hood, dude. You, you're the one. You're going around going like, I'm so sorry to be handing these. I, oh, the, dude, that's the, what, it's the red. It's the Red Riding Hood story. The wolf mm, dresses the grandma. Exactly. That exactly. Is the whole tie-in. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably better. But anyway, we I'm shouldn't say that on on, um, uh, on a live pod. <laughs> because now we can't do it. <laughs> I wonder. Because um, now they got evidence, and they're like, "We're in the. I'm about. I'm in the bomb shelter with guns, and they're listening to our pod, working out all the tunnels, all the tricks. <laughs> These are proper things that we're going to do, and do, we wrecked it. Do you think that we could somehow get a like? Is there a variation of a casino license that you could get to open some kind of gambling estab- establishment? In a small town, or in a smaller yeah. place, and then you just run numbers, man, like the like the gangsters do. You just, do you know what I mean? You have some em- employment, unemployment data, and people gamble on it. Do you know what I mean? You can just do like a lotto. You just want to be like a boogie? No, no I, I mean like a place. They can't, like it's a it's a it's a bar, and it's just it's just full of roulette tables you know what i mean and like there's nothing else to do so people just come in there but i was i was looking at uh at casino licenses in wa it's uh crown casino has is the exclusive holder of the license which seems like bullshit to me well that's what happens if you're uh packer you've got packer money that's fucking they sick. built the optus uh arena and then basically got keys to the city so they do what they want scum but we can't we you, like you can't just go in and set up a casino but i'm trying to think of other like how how else do you get in there and sort of start siphoning? Siphoning from the local town. Well, you've yeah. got the council bills. Yeah. What else? And then extortion. extortion. Will you threaten people? <laughs> yeah, but I want I want to I, I want to find a, a like a legal but manipulative way. Like like kidnap. Kidnap. Will you take hostage? <laughs> ransom. You, you have ransom calls, and they can see. You and you I, basically hold their, their 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 love of their life, their wife, <laughs> under shotgun. Everybody knows the vagina is self-cleaning. 
but did you know that the bacteria-killing enzymes produced by the everyday vagina can be used to clean other things as well? Introducing VaginoClean. We've extracted some of the most nubile, barely legal vaginas for use in the kitchen, the bathroom, and even in the garage. Self-cleaning, more like selfish cleaning, unlock the cleaning power of the vagina and get that pussy sheen on everything. It's Vagino Clean. Speaking of like fucking unbelievable stories, UFC. I looked at it. I've got to look at this guy mm. um, of Ransoms. He did the biggest highest in the UK, 50 million pounds. He was a gangster from a, a council flat estate and he, 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 you know, joined a gang. They used to roll mm. people. They did drugs. And then I think he did a little bit of cage fighting. But the thing that really launched him is he went to a nightclub and the world champ came there that night and things kicked off. And they got in a fight in the alleyway. And he beat the shit out of the world champion and knocked him out. <laughs> this is an unknown. He beat the shit, knocked him out with a five-punch combo and then was given a UFC contract. He fought once. He fought Anderson De Silva in the local league, but then he fought once in the UFC, won, then never fought again because he was arrested, I think, for a knife and gunfight, put in jail. His <laughs> career was over because he could never go back to the US. He was touted as one of the greats. I think it's Lee something. I look it up. And then he decided to rob uh, Money Depot. He basically, they, they, he organised the gang. They went and uh, followed the, someone worked there on the way home, pretended to be police officers, said pull over, put them in a van and then took him home and then went to the, the wife and kids and said, oh, your husband's been in an accident, you've got to come with us and put them all in a farmhouse and said, we're going to kill you unless you fucking go along with us so in the morning he was crying and came in and they they casually loaded 50 million pounds into a van and took it biggest heist of all time damn this guy's a hero and then i think he had like turkish or some background iranian or somewhere once he was eventually caught because he had dumb fucks involved that spoke them he fled wherever it was yeah. and they couldn't get extradition they couldn't extradite him so he only I only think he got 10 years damn and he's kept most of the money and then he would have been released now potentially able to fight again but he um, he uh, tried to escape with a <laughs> This guy's a, you know, what a, what a great guy, hey. That's, a, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's all about pushing your luck, though. Like, at the point where you've got the money and you're in jail for 10 years, you're like, oh, I'll just wait this out. Surely just wait it out. Lee, Lee Murray's the name if you want to look it up. Lee Murray, huh? How oh. a UFC fighter pulled off the biggest bank heist ever. It's Damn. a great docker. You can find, like, a, an hour on it. It's, it's fun. Damn. Oh, wow, that's huge. 53 million pounds. 53, man. <laughs> Maybe I didn't, I don't know if it was Turkish or where he fled, but it was fucking, he had all street balls and that was the the great story. Knocking out Morocco or whatever. Morocco, yeah. North Morocco, Morocco where he got. That's cool, dude. Morocco is cool. He's going to get released soon. The dream is for him to fight again. I don't, I mean... Who's maybe as a probably not the person he's fighting? No, because the reason is like he couldn't get to the US because of their you can't travel there with the criminal record. Yeah. But now UFC does the UK. Oh, so my dream is that this guy, UK. the story arc, 
is that then he beats the shit out of someone in his 50s with prison tattoos (laughs) and destroys one of the great UFC fighters by fucking biting his dick off in the cage. (laughs) And you go like, oh, if you do fight on the street, you're good. But they've had other examples of those street fighters and they come in with these trade guys and get fucking annihilated. Because, you know, they show uploads of them, but it's actually... You know, you have to train and eat properly. You of can't course. just be basically smoking weed and drinking and yeah. actually fight properly. Yeah, you're a so, fucking, you're a bar fly with some heavy fists. It's not. But anyway, this Lee guy is something for any of the listeners to aspire to. <laughs> oh, to live a life like Lee Murray. Anyone, uh, it's not it's not the worst position to be in where you're sort of situated yourself. Uh, uh, to avoid an extradition treaty. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably doing all right for yourself if you're actively trying to avoid extradition. Dude, and the, the best thing is he... So they, he got a softer sentence. His mate, who got pulled back, he's released now. And there's photos of him, like, the Daily Mail with uh, 25 grand Rolls, uh, like, watches, mm. Rolex watches, sports cars. And do you know what I mean? So they got off with it. The money... They never got the money back. And he's not paid it back. Just so living they, it up. They, and I think this is the quote from Dana White, Dana White uh, UFC said about Lee. He's a scary son of a bitch, son of a bitch, and I don't mean fighter-wise. <laughs> yeah. This is the owner is fucking scared of this guy. Yeah, he looks, he, uh, he seems terrifying, man. This is a terrifying dude. Just, like, just the idea of fleeing to Morocco and you're like, yeah, this will be good. Like, <laughs> fuck Dude, I hell, just love man. the idea because he bought a mansion immediately and spent the money they went every day on shopping sprees to get louis vuitton because they're dumb fucks and buy brand names always and he built he paid thousands for a mural of him in in tiled a tile mural of him fighting in the ufc inside his lounge like a beautiful mosaic (laughs) mosaic of him in the cage fighting so when he's banging girls on cocaine they've got to look at an image of him with tiles with blood oh my god God. Like a full gladiator. <laughs> the hubris is incredible, man. Oh, ha- man, uh, how's uh, how's this fucking Evergrande thing, man? Yeah, man, it's it's fucking sent a wave through everything. I haven't really, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know, man. How how good's my resistance to talk about finance on this podcast? <laughs> I'm out <laughs> What's do, what's but the, you always talk to me, admit it. You always talk to me. We generally do it on a Friday after a whole week of excuse doing me. work. This is a very rich th- statement from you who has for the past two or three weekends said, yeah, we'll record on Friday. No, tomorrow. No, tomorrow. And then I never hear from you. This is not my doing. Dude, it's just, it's just a weird thing because you do the pod. It's fun doing it. But then nothing ever happens. Like everything in life, you, you just do it. And then you're like, well, what, what is this? Do you know what I mean? It's like relationships, <laughs> jobs, life. You're just like, yeah. So now what? Like, what is this? What is life? What is the pod? I what know. is anything? Yeah, you have to find meaning within yourself. You've got to, you've got to enjoy the process. I tried to tweet that, man. You know that saying, uh, it's not about the destination. It's, it's about, about the, the journey, journey, not the, mm. the destination. And yeah. I was like, what are you, a fucking taxi driver? Grow up. And then I tried to tweet that and got nothing. Hey? I thought it was funny. It's not about the, <laughs> it's not about the destination, about the journey. I'm like, shut up, taxi driver, and get me there, or some, something to that effect. <laughs> not, got, no, got no likes. I should have gotten likes. 
It's funny in context. I don't know what you. I don't know how you ham ham fisted it when you did it though. Dude, it's so hard to not make something sound dumb because you're like, who need polit who needs politicians? Just ask any taxi driver on the way to the airport. <laughs> they'll tell you the answer, and it's like nothing. People just ignore it, but then I'm like, he's hacky in a way. No, it's the, good. The taxi driver fucking no all joke. Fucking uh, thumbs down. I don't hear a lot of taxi driver know all jokes. But they should be Ubers. I now. hear the, the, the classic uh, like white guy, Uber driver, taxi driver is the scariest guy. That's, a, that's the... Dude, could you do this with an Uber? Could you get a ride and suspend your... Or either drain your visa or suspend it during the trip so you can still do a runner? Is it possible in an Uber? So you get in, <laughs> it's valid, and then you... They hear you on the phone and go, yeah, that's right. I'd like to cancel my visa card. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, shut up, Alfonso, or you'll get a one-star rating. Shut your fucking gob and drive me there. It's about the destination, not the journey, <laughs> dumb cunt. <laughs> if you want to do that, you can, uh, most of most apps, like most of your banking apps, you can just go in and lock the card during the ride and get out like you don't even have to talk to anyone you just lock the card and then they like you get out they drive away and as they're driving away it's like oh payment failed and you make sure you they drop you a street over and you fucking hoof it to the next block. dude i am drunk i'm so vicious because i was forced last week i had no my card got suspended because they thought it was erratic spending I'd spent over seven dollars in an hour, and they suspected <laughs> fraud. I had I had mine suspended as well, and you know what? I I, I thought I thought of this. Uh, uh, I was <laughs> I I called them, and because they like two weeks in a row, they like like suspended my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, there's been some some weird transaction." And the second Suspicious time I called, transactions. I called them, and there was it was like a twelve hundred dollar fucking. Well, that's huge, man. Mine was seven dollars. Yeah, and they go, right. So, so, so I told I told her uh, she was like, "Oh, we can lock it and send you a new one." And I was like, "Oh, uh, okay, that's kind of annoying." But then, um, that just yeah, whatever, just whatever's fastest. And she's like, "Oh, we'll courier it out to you. We'll get it to you sooner." And I was like, "Yeah, cool." And then she starts doing it, and then I'm sitting on the phone, and she starts like talking about COVID vaccines to me. Oh my god, <laughs> like, she forgot to she forgot to read her comment, and she goes, "It's a conspiracy. <laughs> the government's trying to trick us, so we can't work in the call center anymore." I'm I'm uh I'm I'm hostage. I'm held hostage to listening to her fucking oh. rant about COVID vaccines because I want. I want my card couriered. Oh, <laughs> it's crazy. Lord. Holy shit. That is so funny. And she would be like anti-vax for sure. There's no way someone who brings up COVID vaccines while they're on the phone with you as a Westpac customer service representative is going to be like, aren't they great? Oh, I love the vaccine. I've been, I've gotten four of them this week. Hey guys, just wanted to tell you how, how, how much of a relief it was to get my 19th shot. I love it. <laughs> no, no, there are anyone who brings up the vaccine to you on the phone apropos of nothing is about to say some heinous shit. Are you obnoxious drunk? Because this is what happened. My, my card suspend suspended and I'm, I'm, I'm ringing HSBC, yeah. yelling, and they're like, we suspended it. And I said, well, why? Why? And they're like, well, there's a suspicious transaction. I'm like, what is it? $7. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. They can have the $7. You know how cheap I am? And this ties into my open mic story. I'm going, do you think I give a fuck that someone's taking $7? Shut the fuck up and get my card back. I need to get drunk. I got to, I've only got small windows without my kids. I need to be blackout now.
I've done this recently, but I was continuing it because then I got in a taxi and the guy said, I want the money up front. And I was like, no, just drive. And then it gets darker. <laughs> and then he goes like, no, I don't feel comfortable. And I said, I'm not getting out. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I didn't go that hard. But you know when you're suddenly in the car and they're driving and they go, please, sir, I can't do the accent. Do I it. love it. Everyone knows so, there's an well, accent. I, no, you haven't said where they're from yet, so you can do an accent and we'll pretend they're from a white country. Do you know what? You can say a taxi driver and go, I don't do the accent. Everyone gets the subtext, right? So, um, but anyway, he eventually, I was halfway home. He drove me the whole way back. And on principle, I said, okay. I, I said, no, I'm never, I'm not giving you the money. If you don't trust me, fuck you. And then he said, well, I'll take you back the whole way back, sir. And I was like, yeah, do it. And then I just sat there staring at him, like looking evil eyes. But dude, wh when we were on the taxi, that... What? Anyway, this why why are you doing that? You I had the money. It was just the principle. No, like the time spent trying to convince. And I, you haven't. This is a problem. You haven't seen you when you're drunk. Like I know you've been you when you're drunk, but you haven't seen you when you're drunk. Yeah, you, I don't care because uh, you're it's fucking, not for, uh, Your eyes face in different directions. You're incredibly belligerent. It's very difficult to sort of put up with you, and let alone drive you somewhere hoping that you have the money there when you look mental. Well, I've got a hot tip, man. I'm not getting drunk to build my social network. I'm just saying. They're using it to alleviate pain in my heart. I recognize why a taxi driver would be suspect of the man who cannot look the same direction with both eyes. Dude, speaking of, speaking of Ubers, because a few weeks ago we're driving to a gig and yeah. we're on the off-ramp and there's a woman, please, please pull over. Her car's mounted the side thing. Mm. She's driven the, She's obviously like drunk, drove the wrong way up. And the Uber is slowing down. I'm like, don't slow down. Just fucking drive past. And, and he stops. But then we get in. She's mounted the thing. And then we realized it was double demerits. And we started getting in, like, to get, to try free her from the rails so she could get away before the police come. Came because she had blocking it all off. And then I sort of was trying and she was driving back and forth. But, um. Yeah, we ended up leaving her and I sort of regretted it because I would have loved to have got her away, that drunk woman and sent her on her way into the night. <laughs> yeah. And I no, but I was saying I knew I knew a way to free her, but I just didn't tell them because I then my, I realized how selfish I was because I wanted to get to my gig and start drinking because I could have let down her tires and it would have let her, you know, lower the access so right. she could get But I I I just didn't tell her that. <laughs> and then ran off. <laughs> but then I sort of regretted it because I'm always, I'm always back the the renegade, and I, I thought, oh, I should have really let her go free because it would have been funny f to see on those cameras her sort of run off. I mean, back you know, back the renegade is good, but to uh, like to just enabling drunk driving, I don't know. That's is, is that really renegade behaviour, or is it? Just I don't know if she was drunk. For the listeners, probably not drunk. But let's be. She, did she just look poor? <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. A lot of people, oh, you don't want drunk driving. What's the worst that happens? You don't have to work at the Westpac call centre anymore. I mean, let's fucking grow up. You get hit by a drunk driver, is it that bad? It's a fucking welcome relief from God to get out of this consciousness. So, fucking hell, get your hand off it. Uh, uh, life is life is worthless and, and just throw, throw it away. 
<laughs> um, it's disposable. Uh, Dalton, Dalton and I were uh, were playing video games until very early hours of the morning this morning. And he, oh, mate, go figure. Were you wearing uh, commando gear with your your headset on? Yep, yep. I had my uh, I had my tactical pants on. Uh, I've never seen a grown man. You were doing like hand signals, like you're in the jungle in That's Vietnam. Right. Doing the Roger, Roger, two like, no up, two, point forward, two, move, move, stop, move, 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 stop, stop. pointing, yep. Making calls, okay. doing all that good stuff, and then um, anyway, Dal- Dalton uh, Dalton imbibed a little too much, and then around it's probably five or six in the morning, I watched him struggle and fail to roll a cigarette in uh, in the chair next to me. Oh, what he's drunk? Was, so was drunk. Twenty minutes. He's trying to roll the cigarette, right? And I, I, I didn't realize until I got a better look after watching him for so long. In that twenty minutes, he had he had, he hadn't actually put a tenth of the tobacco that he needed oh into the God. paper. And then, like, I look like all over his all over his lap is just loose tobacco uh, that I have to help him pick off and put in there and get him outside to go downstairs. And then, and then, and then I didn't. <laughs> I was. I can usually hear the door downstairs. I didn't hear anything, and I went down there after about seven minutes, and he was just with the keys trying to get the door. Oh man, this is the thing with drunk because you're having a good time, but it's basically everything uh, goes into slow motion, and it's just they're drunk. There's no anyone in this world that's drunk and fun. They're just annoying. Going, why is my dick smell? Ha 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 ha. The pussy is self-cleaning <laughs> over and over all night. He's a he's a great drunk. He uh, I hadn't seen him get this far before, but this was like nothing for probably seven hours, and then within ten minutes, just like unable to like keep his head up, kind of thing. It was like an on-off switch. Did you play with him the next day, where he goes, "Hey man, sorry about last night." And Dude, go, it don't, is. Don't. It is the next day. He's still asleep downstairs. He's dead. Dude, to the you've got to tell him when he wakes up, when he apologizes, say, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." Like as in something's happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, play yeah. always play that game. It's fine. It doesn't matter. He's too. It, it, he's too fragile for that. He's that. That might break him. You know what I mean. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get him to come upstairs, and I'm gonna um tell him that he left some of his tobacco up here, and it's all in the chair. He can pick it up. Dude, I had that a few <laughs> weeks ago because I went drinking and had a wild bender, which is the reason we didn't do the podcast. And I woke up the next day and had images of me running when the group left in a taxi with naked, yelling at the taxi with my tiny little dick, shouting, banging on the back. <laughs> And I thought, oh, my God. And I was trying to message people. No one responded. But it was all imagined. It never happened. (laughs) Most of the day, I was like, oh, my God, dude. There were female comics. I'm sure I fucking ran after the taxi, banging like Terminator 2 with naked, going, come back here. There's more drinking to be done. And it was, thank fuck. It was a dream, dude, because I'm, I'm hanging out with those people again tonight, so it's fine. But who ne- whoever knows, maybe they do and just don't have the heart to tell me. Maybe that it happened. You, I mean, you are you are one of the worst drunk people to spend time with. It was like what I was saying on that tweet. How do you know you're funny and that people aren't just laughing at how pathetic you are as a mm. comic? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. The crowd, because there's a few comics over here that I'm sure people are laughing just at the insanity that they'd go on stage with such a dumb, ridiculous act and think it's funny. I howl. And then I'm like, they're going, I'm crushing. And I'm like, yeah, but you're crushing not in the way you know. It's because people are seeing someone do their greatest fear badly 
in the worst case car crash scenario. And that is hysterical <laughs> to hear non sequiturs that go nowhere and ideas, something about a pigeon and there's a fucking bird bath. You don't know what's going on. You're howling, going like, what is this person? How do they live in the real world? <laughs> gotta get away, gotta get away. Gotta get away to Brigadoon. Get up, get going, and get to Brigadoon. Explore your own backyard and join us for an indeterminate amount of time in Brigadoon. Just an on-ramp and a multi-level highway away, Brigadoon is Australia's fastest-growing regional compound where almost anything goes. Laughter, leisure, labour. 365 days of the year, the disciples of Brig are helping build the fortifications to keep out oppressive government departments like the ATO and emergency services. Leave your worries and leave your family behind. Leave today for Brigadoon. Uh, man, do, 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 how, how much, how little do you know about this Evergrande thing? Because I know fuck all. I know fuck all, man. I know that evergreen is a type of tree that uh, <laughs> is not deciduous. But what's or the, the word what, is. what's the deal? It's like they are uh, like they're like the largest property developer oh. ever, and they're they're going to default, and it's going to destroy the economy. Is that basically like the entire Chinese real estate market is propped up on the back of Evergrande? And they keep missing their payments, which is very concerning, by the way. <laughs> well, who knew? Who knew ghost cities? Who knew ghosts wouldn't pay rent? Hey, who knew? <laughs> the ghosts are behind on their rental payments, dude. I haven't. I, I've. I've done a. I, it's so hard. I, I really need to um, start. Yeah, talking about this shit. But I just. I like talking about open mic comedy. Really, this yeah, should be called open mic tonight. No, I don't want to do that. That's uh, that's annoying. Um, that this this doesn't seem too bad. Like their total assets are three hundred and six US billion dollars. They can't. Uh, we can't take a little three hundred and six billion dollar hit. That w- that wouldn't be fine. Yeah. Well, I don't care to comment, Your Honor. I just don't understand how um how how much of a why this is so much of a crisis. Everyone's eighty percent of its value. Hmm, that's not good. <laughs> can you imagine, man? Can you imagine, like, just like this is like my my old boss, right? Like uh, Craig, who's in jail now for um, remember jail? No, no, we don't. Have to, he's, he's in jail. What are you gonna? Okay, you, good. It's like it's a court record. It's a transcript. <laughs> um, I sucked my beep and stuffed <laughs> it up my beep 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 beep. Because well, he, he was on the uh, was it the, the, no B B is it BRW? Dude, this is what you have. To, this is the dream. You have to quit comedy or you have to do this for the pod. You apply for a job and you need to use a past employer as a referee and you use Craig. <laughs> and they, they go to ring and go, incoming call, will you accept the credit for state penitentiary B, Craig? And they go like, hey, Craig, we've got Josh here. We love his, his energy. We want to hire him as a new marketing tech. You're one of the refugees. What do you think? And he's like, I just love the thought. Can we try prank him and say someone's used you as a reference, dude? Yeah, well, dude, you could call the you could call the jail and pretend. I want to know what he says. That's what I'm saying. How funny we get this in the pod and we say uh, incoming call uh, to speak to Craig, but it's actually when they go out. Mm. But I can ring the penitentiary mm. and see if I can arrange a callback from him, so I get the thing. 
will you accept a call from Kazarina? Beep, and then we can talk and go, hey, Craig, look, I'm uh, the boss of JB Hi-Fi and I've got a beautiful young candidate, Joshie. <laughs> I know he worked for you as marketing, so, you know, he's moved on from that and he's looking to get into the, the retail now, into <laughs> the high-tech space. Oh, build me up a bit. What the fuck is this? Now I'm working on the shop floor. He's looking, he's looking for a break from his marketing degree and he wants to be around selling, slinging CDs. I bought corporate at least and you've got me on the floor. Dude, it's got to be JB Hi-Fi. I'm like, he wants to sling CDs in a fucking mall now. <laughs> Dog Swamp Shopping Centre. And I'm like... He's used to use a refugee, uh, a ref, <laughs> a reference, <laughs> and I just like your thoughts, dude. It would be unbelievable. What would he say? Well, the, that's what I was gonna say. The problem is that he's like, man, he's 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 a literal sociopath. Like he's devoid of of that. You like he wouldn't he wouldn't take the call. You know what I mean, dude? Imagine if he said. Imagine if he's in there and he goes, and he goes, "Yep, yeah, Josh, amazing." There is something that I do have of interest. We've got a new development that we're looking at and <laughs> tries to sell sell the owner. That, that's exactly the only reason he would take the call is to try and sell you on something. He'd be like, "Look, we've got uh, we've actually got dibs uh, on uh, on the this one this on one. cigarettes in the in cell block B, and if you can get them in here, dude, I can make you over thirty percent of your investment." He would have a development on a quarter acre of the yard, and he's got like he's got people interested already. He's got an architect in there who was done in for killing his wife in two thousand and seven. Oh, dude, he's like, hey, look, a shanking is about a five grand <laughs> fee a hit, and I've got a guy willing to do it. We just need to stump up the money to get the shank. <laughs> <laughs> and we're yeah. gonna make five thousand dollars, dude. That's exactly you send a pack, it. A box of cigarettes into me. <laughs> I'll send you back two and a half grand. How does that sound? Oh, by the way, yeah, Josh is great. Man, there's, there's no way he would take that call. Uh, he would, he would, he would do the classic thing of pretending to not know. If he actually took the call, he pretended not know who I was. Dude, why aren't we doing this? The whole pod, every app, we should finish with a prank call to a prisoner. Trapped, <laughs> just mocking them and doing different games with them. Hey, it's your wife. She's been in an accident. Hey, mate, you're on the Sure Thing podcast. Just fucking. She's great. How's it going on in there, son? Uh, <laughs> just having a prank. Yeah, I'm Andrew Wolf on the Sure Thing podcast. Make sure when you're released, you stay the fuck away from my family, though. Having a laugh. No, Love you, mate. No, you give them the name of the open. Who's you give them the name of the open market? You know what I mean? Oh, oh g'day, dude. it's Gavin. Just wanted to call you up and let you know, please don't come to my address. Hey, mate, I'm a local, I'm a comedian, just looking for a laugh. What's <laughs> it like in there? You, you're getting fucking, you're getting dizzled and bumbled and touched, uh, are you? You're, you're fucking out of the showers, you fucking. <laughs> oh, come and watch me in Frio Factory. I'll be closing the show for $7. <laughs> But I, I, that's that's a great uh, that's a great like hacky like morning radio like uh, call a prisoner like oh get hey mate you're on this sure thing podcast just wanted to get in touch see how it's going there buddy cell block D today <laughs> why are you in the dog box I oh, know you your mate got shanked over the weekend tell us all about why it. someone hey hey doing it why someone walking a bit funny a bit ginger today are you boy <laughs> having a laugh. It's not going there, man. What happens in prison stays in prison, doesn't it? <laughs> Dude, it's so... That's the dream podcast, right? Because that's going to be my side one. Me ringing prisoners <laughs> and just seeing what I can talk to them about. Yeah. And then me talking over them. They'll ask about their crime. I say, so what are you in there? Uh, armed conviction. Anyway, you know what I was thinking? Bring it in. We've got a fucking... And he's like... Can I say anything ever? No. 
<laughs> Shut up and just listen to my thoughts. Yeah, try, trying out riffs on prisoners is great. Again, a captive audience. Very good. Dude, a riff and then we can start writing letters. Should we catfish a prisoner? And send photos. I would love if you tried to get Craig on the phone, man. Like that would be very funny. And you can record it oh. with the with the with the road. Like you just put the roadcaster on Bluetooth and record it. Oh, mate, it would be so good. Yeah, but I I think the best is the commercial radio, and mm. you pretend you're from Nova or something, and we we, we ring them up. Like you like they've won a prize. Yeah, yeah, you like with that voice. Congratulations, Gavin! Oh my god, we've got a uh, we've got the latest CD from uh, Sia coming out to you. Oh, just stay on the line, chat to our producers. Uh, oh, congratulations! Mate, he love it. He love it. You are the third caller, and they're like they're so confused. They're like, Dude, I can't. That would be I, our thing if we got money. Is a competition the lucky prisoner, and we pick one and win. You know, they win like a Dimex voucher or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've been randomly selected. From cell block D for the Dimmix voucher. How do you feel, Jeff? <laughs> How do you feel? Sponsored by Dimmix. That would <laughs> be so good. Dimmix is writing cease and desist. <laughs> and we're actually just buying Dimmix books and sending them in. It would be, like really, with, be, with, be really good to send, like, start sending sincere notes to prisoners uh, and, and, like, and, like, you... you you code them almost so like it looks like there's like there's a hidden message like all the they're all ca- all capitalized and it's like 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 this will help you out and amongst everything oh. and it's like a Coles voucher that they get and like this is fucking useless to me. Do we send it? We send it? <laughs> do I send a, a photo to Craig of a cake with a nail file uh, like a file a file in it and go thoughts with the question? Thoughts. <laughs> 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 Thoughts? I'm keen if you are. I'm game if you are. Man, how much trouble do you reckon a prisoner would get in if they kept receiving even unsolicited mail about escaping, like child prostitution oh, dude, rings? Oh, that is funny. And you go, Craig, further to your helicopter <laughs> rental inquiry, no, we cannot land in the centre of a prison. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not riding this. And they're like, Craig... <laughs> This is the fourth time this week that a helicopter comes. <laughs> I said, you can't buy a gun. And he's like, and look, I know, don't you blackmail me, Craig. I will not come and hold a gun and try to release you. I will not be in the getaway car on the fourth. I, Craig, I will not be there on the fourth waiting for get up. I know you're working on the tunnel, but I'm not interested. Don't bring me down with you. You fucked me up in high school, you pig. Stay away from me, Craig. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, Doug. I went in there and talked to him. He says it's not him. I just don't understand. How's he getting the fucking notes out? How's he getting them out there? He's got he's got posts going he's out. He's in to- solitary and going, they're slapping in the face, throwing water. When, where is the tunnel, Craig? Where is the tunnel? It's been mentioned in multiple letters. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're trying to escape. You're going into solitary until you tell us where your tunnel is. <laughs> This is good stuff. All dude. on the back of postcards as well, like of different, like different <laughs> beautiful vistas. If we ever get a budget, this should be the dream. Pranking prisoners. Man, we don't need a budget for this. We just fucking post. We're going to get postcards and send them to Craig in prison. Yeah, but I would only do, I'll only do this stuff if we're getting rich because otherwise I'm too lazy. But I'll tell <laughs> You're you You're too lazy to fucking do any of it. <laughs> dude, I just love the thought of it coming to roost. 
where my kids are abducted as payback <laughs> and I'm sort of not laughing anymore. And you know, and you're like, finally, I'm free to move to Brigerton. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean they're missing? And I'm like, it was just a joke. Are you serious? And they're like, yeah, you shouldn't have fucking badgered him for three years, howling on the phone. It turns out he's released and he's a very dangerous man. And I said, oh, that's why it was so funny because he's so dangerous. And I was poking him, poking him, poking him, waiting for him to react. He's in court and he gets off because they, they're sympathetic to him because of how much of an annoying piece of shit you They were. say like, wait, let me hear. We've had this before. Andrew Wolf has been drunk dialing you. Released immediately, you <laughs> poor cunt. <laughs> Listen to that fucking talk over you for an hour. <laughs> an immediate uh, compassionate release, you poor motherfucker. Go and find that cunt and shut him up. Fuck, Dude, man. I've decided to not do a festival show. That's probably good for you and the audience and the festival. Because you know what actually happened is I realised the festival takes 30%, the room booker takes another 30 it's 60%. And I'm like, I can't work with those numbers just to try to stroke your own dick because you'd, it's not fun. I'd rather just do spots. And then, you know, you go and do your little festival thing and you actually, everyone's going, they think, oh, we'll support him. He's garbage, but he's a family friend. We'll go buy a ticket. And actually most of the money goes to some fuckhead that's put a ribbon up on a pole. Do you know what I mean? To, to run their festival. Yeah. I'm like, and so that we can do karaoke with old housewives in a fucking club. Yeah, you need, you, you need to do your own, like, your own tour where you just show up to a place and, like, through sheer tyranny of will, like, you move 100 tickets and then you fuck off. Like, you, you hire out a, a, a room yourself, you know? Well, dude, this is the thing. If you can get a big enough pod, you just never be part of these things anymore. Yeah. And you just run side festivals. You would always time it. So you go, my tour in Melbourne is right when Melbourne comedy's on. Dude, it's so it's so smart because like last in Melbourne, I wasn't in the guides. It, it so would be smart it? to be both popular and successful. You're right. It would be very yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, love it. <laughs> I love the idea of me arriving to Melbourne and go, what do you mean we sold no tickets? And they're like, no one knows who you are. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean I had to ride off the back of Arj Barker to sell a ticket so that some <laughs> dumb idiot clicked the wrong button and came to my stupid show? Oh, you moron. What I was going to say about Craig, though, is because he, uh, he, was, he was in 2007 worth $189 million and was on yep. the uh, BRW Young Rich list, right, for Australia. Uh, and then the idea that he, he, took, he had 189 to play around with and he turned it into prison... Like, that's a fuck-up on such a grandiose scale. I know, man. He would feel worse than anyone. But the thing is, as I said in the beginning, it's it's all uh, abattoir cart. He's just in a different seat to the same I know, but, but my, I, was t I was linking that back to uh, Evergrande because what I was saying is, can you imagine being uh, the guy... Was They're found in 1996. So now in 2021, you're the guy. You're the fucking... Uh, I still, still, I think it's still the same guy who, uh, who, who is the CEO who. Dude, imagine it. this guy. You, dude, you've got what? You have uh, three hundred and six billion dollars worth of assets, and then you fucking sink it into the ground. Like, how has how has uh, Xi Jinping not just executed this guy already? Dude, and imagine how funny it is because he knows he's done that. 
but he's still got to try have a normal life. So even in the face of this, he's at work and at lunch he tries to go for half an hour gym session at Fitness First. Oh, like dude. this has all happened. And he's like, and you see him and you go like, do you, did you bring a fucking gym towel in today? And he's like, yeah, he's still got to work out, hey. Do you know, I know it's bad, but you know, I want to get him like 30 minutes exercise. Dude, just imagine, right, uh, it's the, the, like some... Chinese newspaper has reported it through very weird veiled language that uh, that you're heading for an, another default on uh, on payments to your what is it like hundred billion dollar yeah. loan uh, <laughs> and, and that, that comes out on uh, that comes out on on Friday and then on Monday you're Zhu Jian and you have you you have to walk into the office and you're like. Hey, <laughs> ni hao. So, and, like, and everyone in the in the office is like is fucking staring at you with gritted teeth because they all have fucking Evergrande properties that they oh, all live in, mate. and they're like, "Holy fuck, are we are we are we all gonna be homeless? Are you gonna is this cunt gonna crash the entire world economy?" Dude, dude you never <laughs> you never address it. You just say, "Busy weekend. I did some sailing." Exactly. That's what you have to get to come and be like. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, I'm just going to my office. Oh, oh it's Marsha's birthday. We're having cake. Three o'clock in the break room. See? As you walk past them, you're like, another day, another dollar, huh? <laughs> yeah. And you're walking again. Another dollar lost, you dumb fucks. I'd love a photo in the media of him at lunch eating a peanut butter sandwich from a lunch <laughs> Dude, in the you're, park. dude, you're walking into your office, and as you're closing the do- closing the door, you're going, "See you at three p.m. Don't come in here. Don't come in. Thank oh, you." Dude, no, th- you have to embrace it. You have to have your door open, and you're shooting rubbish into like one of those hoop bins. <laughs> yeah, feet know? up, just like trying to get it in the bin. And you're like, he shoots, he scores, <laughs> and then punting. Oh, Zhu Jian wins. He wins again, baby. Zhu never fails. <laughs> and pe- someone's crying, and you're like, "What?" Can't make a decision what's for lunch. I'm getting sushi. <laughs> and then you walk past with a gym towel. I'm off to do some squats, bitches. <laughs> so good. Uh, Dude, we've got to wind up because I've got to go and cr- cry in a car park. Do you think Chinese people still do sumo squats? Oh, at... Chinese aren't sumo, dude. It's Japanese. That's what I'm saying. Do you think they? Oh! Do you think they've rejected sumo squats? You know what I mean? Like, if if someone if someone at Evergrande is like, oh, what do you feel like for lunch? And someone else says sushi. It, like, are they executed? Like, where like where does the, where does it stop and start? With- That's what I love because what is su- in, in J- Japan? What's sushi? It's just called sandwich. Like, what? You know what I mean? No. Like, so what? It's still it's sushi. G- no, but I'm saying. Sushi to us means like, wow, it's that. But to them, it probably means what, what sandwich is. Like what I'm saying, a sandwich to them is our sushi in Japan. Yeah. They'll go, oh, are you having a peanut butter sandwich? Lucky. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the crossover culture. We, what we deem a sandwich, they <laughs> deem sushi. And look, anyway, I was just trying to flip around ideas. I think, yeah, I think you're missing the, the point though. I'm saying that like the inherent racism between oh, Japan course. and China. Like, do you think, like, are they, are they avoiding like if someone gets sushi dude this is the bit that everyone does so in china what do they call chinese takeaway no they just call it takeaway i'm saying does the racism between these two cultures extend to the point where chinese people like can you get they made they've got their own word for it no can you get sushi in china or are they like fucking radish head food you know what i mean like 
like yeah, like, yeah. like so much like they're, they're not doing so much squats at the gym because like because of the inherent like idea that it is it is japanese like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no one has a no one has a fucking uh oh i'm trying to think of one now i can't think of one like like no one drives a mitsubishi around because you get beaten to death yeah yeah what do you reckon they um what else could they call it the sumo squat. They'd still do the squat. They'd well, have a um, different no, name. maybe they don't. Maybe they avoid it altogether. Like I'm saying that, like it's so they're so racist. <laughs> that they, oh, that they, they won't, won't even, even. They won't. They're like, look, you can squat, but if you put your legs too far apart, you're going to the gulag. <laughs> oh. And you know what? Fucking come at me. I don't care. These people are. This is the country with Muslim people in death camps. Death Mate, camps. You, you are. Objective, objectively racist. You're sick. I'm racist towards what? How how am I racist? Just the way you attack the Chinese. You know what I want to do as a test is get Chinese delivered to your house today and watch you enraged as you throw at the bin. <laughs> furious, <laughs> uh, absolutely furious. furious. Get it away from me, man! I um, we have to leave. The <laughs> Nova's up. Nova's up. The rest. Whatever, Waringa, who oh, knows? Yeah. Uh, picks of the week. I'm going to give you my fucking picks. My picks Oh, were... crypto's insane, dude. Why didn't I buy the dip? Do you know, I, I realised if I had listened to you in the beginning of this pod, no miso, margin into crypto, I wouldn't be doing this pod right now. I could be at the blue light disco with the, the high rollers. Listen to this, man. Yeah. I got fucking liquidated on this margin position in the Phantom, right? It went down to 15 cents. 15 cents. What I, happened? Why did you get liquidated? Had you bought an Uber and it sort of overdrawn? <laughs> no, because I was in margin. I was in margin and it dropped down so far. Like it was it was hovering around like 17 cents or, or yeah. like, no, 20. Let's say 20. It's hovering around yeah. 20 cents. And this was from like a buck. And I it held this margin. I serviced the margin. And then I, uh, I, I left it. And that, that was in May. And then for months, I left it. And then sometime around June, in the middle of the night, it went like, like 20, 19, 20, 14, 20, and liquidated oh. me on that, on that, on the 14. Yeah, they do that, dude. Mm. The tree shake to find the stop losses and it margins. It fucked me, dude. It fucked me. Right, so I got liquidated uh, at 15 cents. And uh, I could have bought my position back for about... 850 euros so oh, about about a thousand dollars okay yeah. about a thousand dollars and it has gone from 15 cents all the way up to three dollars and fifty cents oh my fuck i still have uh i still have like a thousand of the fucking coin or something no not even that i i, I sold some of dude, it dude i've got to get into this crypto thing i know the, the rich mate who's listening he keeps mentioning it it's just getting worse and worse. Eighty thousand US for fucking Bitcoin. And I'm, I'm, dude, I'm playing, I'm playing around with chump change, man. Like I, I fucking, I, I turned, uh, I turned four into another fifteen. Dude, I might set up a margin and just put like ten k in, and see what I can do. But I'm yeah. only doing like fucking alter, alternate coins. Duh. I saw that. Um, I saw Jordan Belford's now involved. He's trying to push it. That guy's got fucking nine lives. Have we spoken about it? He's, <laughs> yeah. he's in crypto and now he's trying to support his one. Lion's ass or oh whatever. Oh, my God. But you know what the thing was? I The the thing with him, I follow him on Insta because he's fun. Yeah, yeah. And I've he's always uploading, was that in the movie or not? But what he talked about, how much was the most you made in one day? 22 million. It was a well-executed thing with that Madden shoe. Yeah, you know yeah. the shoes that they listed? Steve Madden, yep. 
Steve Madden. But the thing that everyone like burned him underneath was you realise if you'd held your Steve Madden position, you'd be worth a billion dollars right now, you <laughs> fucking dumb cunt. With diamond hands, you could have done well. And it's like, just ignores it. But it's so funny, man. It's so funny because the whole thing, like his whole thing is pump and dump. And like he, he lucked out with one and made a real company. Like, Dude, well, what I love so much is they both went to prison for that, right? Even Madden went to jail for uh, security fraud. Did Steve on Madden the go, for ja- go to jail? Yeah, he went to jail Fuck two off. years or something. That's crazy. For, Matt, for security fraud. And he kept his job. Just before he got convicted, he put in a place to get 750 grand per annum consultancy fee, uh, US. Yeah. So he's still getting paid. But the thing was, if he hadn't met fuckhead Belford... He could have just listed the business. Look, the reality was a big stretch. It was one store that sold some high heels and they listed it at an inflated price. Oh, yeah, dude. It's a fucking long shot. The truth is, if he had just played a straight bat, both of them would have been really rich. They both celebrated with Coke and Night at the Blue Light Disco mm. and gave, we made 22 mil. And Madden obviously recovered and he's a genius doing those fucking high heels or whatever, the stilettos. Mm. But I'm like... If he had just been honest, it was just his greed to get money quick. Which, and then, then I thought, well, maybe that's what I am. But I never got the money. But it's just impatience. Just trying to make it too quick, man. Think about all those fucking, like, Nova, man. Like, what, when, when did you first get a Nova? Uh, one and a half cents. Yeah, you And I had, I had 600 grand in. And if you just well, held it. three cents. If you had just held it. If I had just held it, I think their realised position, well, four mil now, end up like 20 mil. Which is not great, but it's a start. What are you talking about? It's good. Nah, that's fucking chimp change. I'm saying man. that. You... No, 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 no. I'm saying that if you if you graph right from holding one cent to now, okay, and then your actual performance of like stressing and doing stuff yeah. and work, dude. That's what I always realized when when I bottled out chasing the dra- chasing the dra- uh, Icarus myself. Yeah. Is if I had just held my position and gone and got a job at IKEA, packing boxes and just held all positions, everything would have fixed itself. Man, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm not selling WGO or. Uh, yeah, don't sell it, dude, because the, the underlying assets were the exactly. But the thing, the thing and is, mes- how long and, and mesoblast. Like I've got fucking however much mesoblast. I'm like, I'll just hold. Like in five years, who fucking who knows? But the problem is, they're two years away from revenue, and because they ball drop, they might be too late. Someone else might uh, trump them to the but they, but they might be acquired. Who knows? Whatever. Well, you never know what happens, dude, because, do you know, the thing is, imagine how I felt on Monday when Nova did their dodgy Sunday cap raising and mm. it dropped to 11 cents and I was punching the screen because I'd taken quite a big position at 15 mm. and I was like, and then I thought, hang on, why do you reckon they did a cap raise on Sunday when they didn't need money? And I was like, oh... There must be good news coming. So I loaded, I took all my money and loaded into the position. Yeah. And it was right. That's I, I, I finally learned to play the game. And as Belford said, as one of the great minds <laughs> of our generation said, <laughs> he goes, You've got to d- d- delay enjoyment or as long as possible to succeed. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the idea of what wait, I did wait, wrong. Wait, 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 wait. He never did that. Yeah, but he said that's his biggest regret. He said if he had just. De- delay um, self gratification, or I don't know which delay word gratification. Yeah, uh, delay gratification is the way you make money, and it's exactly what I used to do, right? I had the two London properties, other properties. I'm living rough. I've got a horrible place. I'm not flashy, 
And then I made this, the classic mistake of the family home, the dream, trying to flash it around when I should have just been a Scrooge just yielding big, more and more properties, more and more properties. Who gives a fuck? Capitalism, capitalism. You don't spend any of it. You fucking just get more and more assets that generate income. Do you know what I mean? And then you just die unhappy, but you've got a big balance <laughs> and you can shove it in all your doubters' yeah, faces. But, no, but there's an, a, there's an average here. Like you don't have to do, you can do both of these things. You don't have to be uh, like on the bones of your eyes. No, ass. mate, I've, I haven't spent a penny. I have Ikea hot dogs and I only wear black T-shirts from K- Big Dub now. And you're violently unhappy. I don't want to be happy. I just want to prove everyone wrong because they all doubted me. I've been written off. No and I one, want to come back. No, you've done, no one has said this. Only you have done this. You've done this yeah, to yourself. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm still driven by spite now. I know, but I'm you like, spite you. I don't want you. happiness. You don't want happiness because you spite yourself. You're, you're the only pro, you're the only uh, you're the only constant. There's no variable. It's just one constant in this equation. This is my dream, right? X I, I buy equals this, X, and you are X. I buy this shithole in uh, this shack, this beach shack. That's all I ever have. And then I just want to build more and more money and never spend any of it just as an act of defiance. Just see how big the number and become like Reinhardt, like I always said, just big numbers that I look at. One, one, seven, one, 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 seven, one, one, one. And, and just I never buy even a coffee. I'm like, won't buy a coffee. You can make it at home. And just become this repulsive Scrooge with the light shut. Will you come for dinner? Why buy dinner when you can just eat fucking bread from a bin? I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to be involved in society at all. The end game is uh is you uh, like the pleasure best out what you should the best yeah, outcome, no pleasure best outcome. denial of pleasure for power best outcome for you is that you like an ugly dragon uh are seated upon your throne of gold and it's a, a mountain it's yes. infinite right and you're screaming at everyone i told you and then and then and, and someone says we didn't ask <laughs> oh, but man, I wouldn't be doing like that because then I would, I would do like we always said, um, the revenge list, going back through every transgression where I got that. Did you give me a weird look? Did you? Did you give me a weird look at the cocktail party? Destroy your career. I'll destroy you. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, man. I'm trying to act maniacal. I know, but you'll go but you'll go back through and you'll start writing this list and you'll realize that, that it's just your name over and over and over again. And it's Andrew Wolf, Andrew Wolf. Look, you might be right because I did have an epiphany that I I orchestrated my own desi- uh, demise. Yes. In many ways. Mm-hmm. But in every way. <laughs> but it's funny to me because it's funny to me because like I always say if um, if and when I come back, it makes a mockery and a farce of the entire process because I shouldn't be able to now. It's too late. Too much has been lost. Mm-hmm. It should be impossible. Mm-hmm. But if I do do it, then it's what a thing. Yes. Because then I've truly done it. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Then the first time we, when I made not much money, but I, I never got any help, and uh, nor does anyone. But I'm saying to fall from grace and then to recover, then you can fully own... It because you know then it's not an accident. Yeah, so you can rise back up. So then you can truly, when you're jacking off on that Thai island, yelling at some foreigner to get your cocktails, you can truly ejaculate in the knowledge you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it my way. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> um, I, well, I think you should. Uh, I, I, I do think. I mean, you, man, you should have bought fucking 
Ethereum when I told you to. Dude, I was onto shit. Ethereum before you were even born. Back in my twenties. You were not. When 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 were you onto Ethereum? Back in my twenties, before you were give even born. Give me give me give me a year. One, one, give me the year that you were onto Ethereum. You reckon? When I was onto Ethereum, it wasn't even called Ethereum. It was called AstroZeneca. Dude, I I I can show you emails. ETH is that the code? Yep. Yeah, I can show you uh, those letters. All right. What, what year? I can show you. You know what I can show you? Because sometimes in my phone, I'll type and email myself uh, a code or something that interests me. So what would you do if I see ETC or ETH, it's ETH, and I can show you an email dated back that says ETH. If I can find that in my search function, I've emailed myself in like origin story times. I would this would this be a huge moment, or will this be a lie? And we'll never hear about this ever mentioned again. When I check my phone frantically and realize I was lying even about the Bitcoin thing, <laughs> I think I actually worked out that um, you know I always said I was going to buy it at four hundred. I think that was US dollars. It was actually seven hundred Aussie dollars was my entry point. Yeah, and and I and I told you that my entry point originally with Bitcoin was about twelve dollars. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I was saying, I, I actually looked back through my emails and I think the first time I actually looked at it, I said 400 and then I flipped the currency to make it even more painful for myself. Right. But it was actually 400 US, which was 700 because I always quote Bitcoin and Oz dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for some reason, I don't know why. Um, man, I, 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 my, my pick, my pick for uh, forever is, uh, is Ethereum and it's, uh, it's, it's Ethereum for, like, taking over bitcoin in terms of value I, I don't think it's far away man i think that'll be the next big thing well we've got that we've had great predictions of the podcast we've got me in black and white saying me so blast as the only one of us as the only one of us with a consistent positive pnl i would say i'm probably the one to listen to and uh, yeah but dude i'm back now because i'm even looking for um one bed apartments <laughs> <laughs> We're coming home, coming home. Uh, what else? Uh, what else do you? That's like what it? I sing as we get our new house. We're coming home. The boys are excited. We go into a one-bed studio apartment, and we hear an old bat hammering her roof with a broom. Shut the fuck up, cunt! And that's the welcome to my new neighbourhood story. <laughs> and I cry, and the boys, are, why are you crying? And I'm like, it's happiness. It's happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, boys. You're gonna have a beautiful life on this consciousness. We've had uh, we've it's been a, it's been good times for for Nova. It's been a lot of fun. What else have you been liking? Uh, oh, has yeah, like that went all right. What were we picking him? Uh, you do I, I did see that. Azura did, did seven dollar stock, but like they fuck, they play games with it. Swings around like uh, whatever a swinger's wife. I don't know what we're saying. But uh, yeah, it's it's all over the place. Like a like a horse draws. It's up and down. But um, long term, yeah. probably like should do all right. But it, it's uh, it's always the time frame. It's the same thing with Nova. Big te- big trading error. Too far away from mining. Bit of hype. Jesus Christ! Why am I always so early at the station? The truth is, three four years before the shovel hits the dirt, you dumb fuck. Trade all sentiment. <laughs> Exit. Trade back in. Every time I get fucking elated, thinking, here we go, we're going to hit some new highs. <laughs> Amaz- but it never, you know, it hasn't even hit its old high. 
insane. But that's because of management's grubby mm. fucking grubby little uh, fingerprints on this shit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm liking I'm still liking Hazer. It's nice to be sitting in that. Just Hazer's good, it. dude. It's actually it's covered your what what you should really do is um the switch now. The buck fifty exited Hazer and then double down on WGO. That se- no, that seems like a riskier move to then. And then once 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 WGO hits twenty or it gets back to seventeen, you exit that because you've lowered your average, so you've broken even, and then you re-enter HZR at around one ten. No, because I know because I no, I'm not no, I'm not gonna uh, de-diversify. Uh, and go back into an all WGO position when I, I know what'll happen. I'll put my Hazer money into WGO, right? Yeah. And then Hazer will start fucking kicking. Of course, up. it will go to the moon. Yeah, and then it will start reaching the WGO seven will bucks, go into liquidation. And then WGO will be like, we were at fourteen, and now we're at Dude, twelve. That's what that's what I realized. My biggest issue with uh, my own private funds is I chase these algorithms where I have to okay, I sell that, buy that, sell that. And I sit there and then watch like, fuck, I'm all in on Nova. So I get a double, but Azir's up 40%, but I had no exposure there because my plan was double on Nova, then take all that money, put it in HZR, double that, then we buy this, then we buy that. That's a million dollars by Christmas. Yeah. That's easy. And then we double, And but it, it requires you to unlock a, a bike log, the perfect sequence, boom, 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 which makes it statistically impossible. This is why my crypto strategy uh, is, is pretty... It's pretty regimented and it seems it's worked for me so far. It's not, it's not guaranteed to work for everybody or ever work again. But my crypto strategy has to always uh, always hold positions and then margin against themselves. Like I, like I margin Ethereum in like uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leverage up, sell, leverage up, sell. And, but always maintain the multiple positions and very rarely move one position over into another because I, I thought your thing was to snort 18 dexies and just ejaculate onto a plate, whatever code that was, is what you traded. Yeah, but that's how I reached this point. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's how you do your your initial research. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, spinning I, in a circle and whichever plate the cum lands on is the crypto that you're now going to go all in on. I snort all the dexies and there's actually an array of plates and I have a tasting to see which of the various cums that have been sent in to us is the best. And then uh, based on that, I have a uh, I have a dog and the dog chooses a toy and if it chooses the red toy, I buy more Ethereum. If it chooses the Dude, black toy... Dude, well, this is the thing. And <laughs> what you could theoretically do is, yeah, you use the margin to improve your timing. So you just increase jack... Uh, you jack up the position as it falls against you in yeah. defiance as you you back your ego to be correct or your brain to be correct so yeah. you just basically go to ridiculously exposed position in defiance of a move against you you know which is obviously a smart trade and then once it gets to break even you're lower you lowered your average cost and then you reduce the re- the risk on the way back up well when i was when i was really like like just fucking staring at charts all day that's how uh because I, I got a i i jacked five up to 15 um, and then I sunk it down to like four, right? Mm. Uh, and then because I'd been staring at charts all day, I had this like, I was like, I know this is the bottom. I abs- I know yeah, this yeah. is the bottom. And I fucking jacked that margin up so high. And when it bounced, uh, I took it to 20, like nothing so quickly. Holy shit. Like it was, it was just done. And then, I, and then 
doubling that was equally as easy. the same thing it's just like yeah. if you if you if you stare at these fucking crypto charts for long enough and like you're looking at it all the time you yeah, have a, yeah. you, you you know like you just you like i know this is i know this dip is is this or it's that or this uh this high yeah, is yeah, gonna yeah. fucking totally man until you're wrong and then you end up back at your parents house yeah but that but i i never uh i never had the i've not had the hubris enough to be that wrong yet like i as soon as i got to that amount i halved it and was like i'll start again with that like if i can do it with if i can do it with five i can do it with 20 you know what i mean if I yeah can do- well that's what what do they say man like it's just a game of doubles yeah 100 grand 200 400 800 it's not that hard it just keep doubling so, Easy. It's only five doubles to a mil. <laughs> That's right. You know I mean, if you, if, you, if, you can, if you consider money as doubles, it's actually very easy <laughs> to make a million bucks. It's only, it's only about four or five doubles. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. If you start with $100, you're basically there. I mean, how easy is it to get a double? Not hard. We, we've no. done it. We did it with Nova. Dude, I did it fucking, I think I've done it this month. Look, I've just, do you know what I've realized? And uh, I'm going to say it loud and proud is the mining space, resource space is the folly. These tire kicking lying guns, like it's not the area to be working. I, um, it just, just never fucking works out. I, I was in there thinking, I'm cursed, I'm cursed. And I'm like, you fool, focus back in. Like we obviously focused on Mesa and that was unfortunate that didn't work out. <laughs> but back into industrial. The way you refer to that is so funny, man. It was, look, we had some setbacks. It was unfortunate. I don't care, man, because the reality is for me, if my fully margin position had come off, I would have been fucking done. I know. I know. That would have been if, great. Look, put it this way. It went up five times with a COVID, COVID cure potentially. Yeah. And most of the other stocks went up 10,000% with at least 1,000, so 10 times. Yeah. I don't know why I, I had the biggest donkey of all the fucking COVID runners. Like, yeah. It's pretty depressing. But what are you going to do, dude, if you're cursed and karma's coming at you, you've just got to come back at it harder. Well, I think you should listen to your friend and, uh, and colleague and co-director and you should have bought fucking crypto. And you should still buy it now because this I'm... I don't care if it says fucking 4,300 today and 3,300 yesterday. It's going to be... Fucking Ethereum will be 45 fucking thousand in a year. It doesn't Yeah, matter. well, I know, man, but I'm just waiting for the next panic sell. I'm hoping that uh, someone else regulates against it because no one wants the free flow of exchange, of yeah, currency. But, but, yeah, yeah, I know, but then, like, even... Uh, How can that, the government control you, dude? Because the, they've because got to control you. Do you realize that they're not going to let it happen? The China facade happens every fucking year. No, but what I'm saying to you, do you really think the government's going to let you, if you're even anti-vaxxer or not, they rec- they they're going to let you take control of the currency? Do you reckon they're going to let just sit and let that happen? You can't touch this. What are you, fucking- dude? They can put you in prison if you rape. They can also stop you doing anything they want. This will eventually get shut down. No, it'll be no, it'll be adopted, man. They don't you know, want you, know you why to have liberty, dude. They want you to have the illusion of liberty. It's a very different game. It'll be. I tell you why it will be adopted. I don't, I don't care about Bitcoin. Bitcoin can fuck off. Ethereum will be adopted because the utility is is there. Like it's not even a it's not even a currency replacement. It's a fucking it's a it's a utility token. It's like it's it's actively doing a thing. It's servicing needs. And as yeah. uh, like. Do, do, 
Dude, they just they just partnered with fucking GameStop. They're, you see that leak? That was huge. GameStop. Look, is- I screwed. I I screwed up, and I'm cogniz- cognitive dissonance. I just can't accept the error. It's one of the fucking fundamental trading errors. I really should have bought that last dip to forty thousand US. I mean Aussie dollar on Bitcoin, but Ethereum. You know that last crash? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Man. The Elon one or whatever. Like, I was a fucking muppet, but. The thing is, I, it doesn't really interest me just to straight double, whatever. But maybe it's if not I going to straight, it's it not going to straight double, man. It's going to fucking be yeah. Ridiculous. But yeah, but it's slow, dude. It's still been six months for a double. It's not that good. Six months for a double. Wait, where are we? Uh, okay, well, it's been so since January. Since January, we've gone from nine hundred to four thousand four hundred. I'll see you later, man. I'm going out. Ah, I'm going to get an IKEA hot dog to comfort myself. Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 15 overexposed bad positions, looming threat of liquidation. A big thank you to all of our patrons, Hank, Greenberg, Daniel Walker, RJ, Mike Post, Robert Lewis, Tom Swain, Max, Ron Evans, and Badger Badger. If you're not a fucking loser, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash sure thing. 